on a scale from one to zero, I'm not happy. That looks fine. <laughs> it's really zoomed in. Say something so I can test it. Something so I can test it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Are we testing it or are we just making noises? It could be a little bit of both. Okay. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. It's a day later than we recorded the last one. Mm-hmm. We recorded the last one last night. Well, for us, it's last night. For you guys, it's not. It's a week. Yeah. After that last one you heard last week, this one's recorded next day. Mm-hmm. But you have to wait for it. We watched Survivor. We did. It was really fun. I enjoyed it. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, my goal is to corrupt as many people as possible. No, that guy really just couldn't swim. And he said, I'll do it for the team. I'll jump off the cliff into I'll, the water. I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> he was prepared to die for his team. And you know what? Didn't they? Oh, they lost. Never mind. Yeah, they did lose because he couldn't swim. And they, the challenge was to swim down a river. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, and, and then in the next challenge, he got to eat the chocolate bar and everybody else had to eat bugs. Yeah. <laughs> And then in the next one, he, like, collapsed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is he still there? Roger was struggling. Yeah. We watched, um, for those of you, we watched season two, so the Outback, and we got to episode four, I think. Or five. Yeah, four. We watched, we yeah. didn't watch four. We watched the two y'all had already watched and then watched another one. So we watched the first three. And we read the description for, for the, the next fourth one. one. And it really just spoils what happens. It really just I'm tells you so the excited. plot of the episode. <laughs> no, yeah. I have a friend for this episode. I'm holding a squishmallow. Would you like to read its description? I would. Its name is Gisla. Gisla? Yep. That is it. That's how I would say that. Gisla. Gisla, Gisla. Me, Gisla. For Gisla, each day begins and ends with a mindful meditation. She takes a deep breath. Breathing in the future and lets it go. Breathing out the past. Knowing in life that not every question needs an answer. Okay. I just like it because it's that hand thing with three eyes. (laughs) With three eyes. (laughs) That like meditation thing. I think that's so funny that they're like, yeah, that'd be a cool stuffed animal. (laughs) We have burrito squishmallows. We saw one yesterday. I almost lost my mind over that. I have, I think I've gone over my squishmallows. I don't have that many. I have a giraffe. That didn't have the, like, name tag, but it has, like, all the Squishmallow tags and stuff. So it is a Squishmallow. They just took off this tag Mm -hmm. to put it in a claw machine. Uh, Ah. You should Google it. um, I mean to, but I've named it Subway because I want it at a Subway. So nothing can replace that name. But I do want to know its hobbies. Yeah. Um, And its pronouns because I just keep calling it an it. (laughs) Because I do have pronouns. I don't want to offend it. Um... And then I have Tegan, the dinosaur, the Triceratops, mm-hmm. which he's not this shape. He's like one of the long ones. Yeah. Um, and then I have the little earth because we gave you guys the big earth and we have the tiny version. <laughs> Thank God. It's, it's colossal. <laughs> it's bigger than our biggest Squishmallows. Like, <laughs> is that one Atlas or Roman? Roman. And then yours is Atlas? No, ours is Roman also. Oh, they're, wait. They're the same tag. Oh, we have one that's Atlas somewhere, but I don't remember which one it is. And then I have, uh, oh, a penguin. Mm-hmm. I had a penguin for Christmas. I don't remember that one's name. I think that's all the ones I have. I think that's all of them. I only care about Bop. 
<laughs> oh, the big bunny. I have a big-ass bunny that I got for my birthday. The only Squishmallows that are allowed on my bed are pink. <laughs> so it's like Bob and then the cow, the little strawberry cow. Oh, that guy, that cow likes horror movies and pies. Yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> I think it's so funny that they all just have the weirdest hobbies and likes and stuff. Yeah. You read some of them. What's that? We were making fun of the TikTok audio. It's like, he's he's gay, <laughs> but he loves classical music. There's a lot of interesting things about him. <laughs> and I, that is Squishmallows. No, yeah. I, I don't collect them. You're lying to me. I don't. Lux does. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> there's about <laughs> at least 200 in this room. My favorite is when... I think I've already mentioned this exact quote onto the podcast. We were talking about our Squishmallows, and Errol was like, yeah, sometimes I walk into that room and look at the bed and just start doing math. And I'm like, yeah. the holiday ones are more expensive, oh, the medium God. ones are more expensive. That's like a solid $600. Like, no, for real. Probably more. Because we have multiple big ones, and those are 20 to 30 each, depending and then the medium ones are 15 to 16 depending and then the little ones are 10 and then the tiny ones yeah there's a car that parks at uh the apartment complex that i live in um and they have the tiny squishmallows in their their on their dashboard oh my god um and every few weeks or months really there's like a new one a new one they it started with like two and now there's like 10 oh my god and i love just watching the collection grow Mm -hmm. through their car window it's like you know they're having a bad week when a new squishmallow (laughs) they had to treat themselves to the tiny squishmallow are you doing okay buddy the answer no so they had to pull a bunch of all-nighters this week for tests Mm -hmm. i got myself there was yarn on sale at michael's and you remember i made that sweater yeah. a while ago i got more yarn to make another one are you gonna do you do you do it with your hands yeah nice i was thinking about starting to crochet again but i was like is that too old lady of me <laughs> i've i've thought about it but it's just i don't want to pay for the tools yeah like i'm i'm cheap i guess but it's so easy to like just do, do it with, with your hands. hands is it crocheting with your hands or knitting i think it's knitting i think okay. it'd be knitting that you our whole family does that kind of shit, y'all. Like, my grandma taught me and my sister how to crochet. We would have old lady, like, sit in a circle crocheting sessions. It was funny, too, because we were, like, <laughs> rambunctious children. And then yeah. grandma would be like, y'all want to play with some tools and some yarn? And we'd be like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> we'd come back inside after just being outside beating each other up no, in the literally. front yard and then it would be we would be so docile <laughs> like no I, I we would literally have like emo music on and just be chatting in a circle as we crocheted like no, yeah. old ladies but we were like 10 our grandmother was a fucking saint for teaching us how to do that shit too because it's like it genuinely turned into kind of obsession like my yeah, we would stay up it'd be like you read with a book late at night no we, we crocheted under the blanket my sister specifically love of my life not going to i'm gonna bleep this out my sister love of my life had like a tote bag yeah that she'd bring to school with her and it had knitting needles and fucking yarn in it and when she was done with her tests and shit she wouldn't like read a book like all the other kids she'd fucking knit no it was great but I saw um, on TikTok, actually, because TikTok is insightful, 
a website that's like a bunch of free crocheting patterns. It was like yarn's cheap. I could do it. It's on sale right now, Michaels. Till the oh, today is the twelfth. Today's your last day. I have a Michaels. Michaels yarn sale. It's I buy one get one fifty percent off. I saw someone crochet little strawberries. Oh no! I want it so bad. I'm gonna come in here next time. It's gonna be as many strawberries as there are squash. No, yeah. I was thinking of like doing that and like for presents and stuff now. Oh, that would be fun. Right? Like, Grandma used to do that, where it was, like, handmade. Mm-hmm. Like, she was making a quilt for us and all that stuff. She used yeah. to make us clothes. I have the, the quilt, because she's making me a penguin quilt. Mm-hmm. And I have the, like, pieces she made and then the instructions to make the other pieces that haven't been made yet. And some of them are, like, cut out, ready to go. You just have to sew them. And some of them have to be, like, completely done. But I want, like, one summer, I'm going to sit down and finish the quilt. Oh. I'm so excited. I miss grandma. Yes, yes. A saint, a saint. I keep losing where the time is. No, I do too. I like look at a different, it's the same spot. Is it at eight minutes or nine? It's at 10. Oh, do you want to start? Oh, but it's, it's got a weird beginning. No, that's fine. So we're like, you know, probably actually eight or nine. So I was listening to my favorite podcast and that's why we drink and I was listening to some of the, re-listening to some of the early episodes, because I listened to them years ago, mm-hmm. and they were talking about, and I, I timed it, I timed how long they talked in the beginning, and it's about 10 to 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and they get the same negative reviews that we do. That's so funny. It's like, you talk too much in the beginning. Bro, it's 10 fucking minutes. Calm down. You got 10 minutes. Skip forward some. Literally. It ain't that hard. They have built-in arrows to, like, skip so many seconds. Emily, I'm at $23 billion <laughs> in this wizard game. Okay, guys, here, listen to... This is going to be the last thing we talk about before the, the episode <laughs> starts. It's called, like, Build Your Magic School or something. Yeah, I get the ads for it on Instagram all the time. It's Idol Magic School. I got an ad for it on Instagram, and I was like, fuck it. Like, <laughs> I clicked it. It is the best Idol game I've ever played because, like, it's not the thing where you have to buy all the fucking gems and all this shit. Hashtag not sponsored. By the it's way. <laughs> so great. Sponsor us, please. I'm obsessed with it. I am already done. One yeah, of my- I need to correct my hashtag not sponsored yet. yet. <laughs> you can also beat it. Like, you can also complete the idol game. And the fact that there is an end is the most yeah. enticing thing in the world. So, play it. Anyway, I'm obsessed with it. It's running in the background as we're recording so that I can become a bajillionaire. <laughs> like, real life. <laughs> yeah. Okay, should we start? Sure. Sure. You hesitated. Did you want to say something else? No, I got distracted by the time again on oh. the screen. <laughs> looking for it unfortunate they say what a shame you turned out this way a maniac you know straight tiktok got that is a my hero academia fan song straight tiktok got a hold of it and turned it into having sex on your period oh because the song's about blood oh the um the lyrics are my insides are red and yours are too yeah and now the red on your face or my face is matching you and now that you're bleeding, what a wonderful feeling. Like, yeah. all the shit in straight TikTok was like, oh my god, it's a song about having sex on your period. And all the comments were like, this is why the straights are not allowed to touch shit. Like, <laughs> go sit in the corner. 
why i gotta be weird like that why you gotta make it about why, no literally <laughs> why you gotta be weird anyway i just clicked the tracy andrews doc hi hi i have a concept for you today a concept i don't it's not a concept it's a ghost okay i was about to say we just talked about how it was ghosts with a lot of weird history yeah so um your hints are as follows it's a hospital which you know from the last episode you have heard of it one of the most famous places in the world and those are your hints <sighs> famous hospitals it you do know what this is is it can you give me a location or will that go west away? virginia west virginia oh mount no. mama Take which ones we talked about which ones Country which Road. hospitals have we talked about waverly and uh pinhurst i talked about and then you did you do one no, I did a prison. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And of. we thought we had the similar because I was doing. What was the name of my prison? Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up. Why Eastern you're... State. Yeah, Pen- Eastern State Penitentiary was what I did. And then I did Waverly Hills Sanatorium and Penhurst Asylum. Hmm, what's the other one? Is it the one that uh the Arkham Asylum is based off of? I don't know. Okay. That's usually one of the main... That one doesn't have much going on besides that. Because I almost talked about that one. But I couldn't find, like, any solid ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just... I didn't look that long, though. So I was like, maybe it's that one. I yeah. don't know where it is, though. Um, so West Virginia. I'm trying to, like, think. Every time I hear hospital, my brain is like, it's charity. <laughs> and it's just not because that's here. Um, hmm. Hmm. Famous hospitals. Where have Sam and Colby been there? TFIL has been. Oh my gosh, I watch a lot of TFIL. Surprisingly, um, I don't know if Sam and Colby go with them. Hmm. hmm. I'm so bad at names. Is the issue? Is it the one with the doll room? No. Um, it was a year ago that they went, who went with them? Elton, Corey, Corbin, Brandon, Evan. Evan was the camera guy. Yeah, Evan was the camera guy. Um. And it was one year ago. One year ago. It's my favorite one of the, they went to the lighthouse. Mm Mm-hmm. That is such a good, like, miniseries that that they did. Um. Hmm. I don't. It's so fucking famous. I know it's gonna be like easy too when I get it. So fucking famous. Well, I'm trying to think of names of hospitals. Ghost Adventures has an episode on it. Um, the History Channel has a documentary on it. I can't. The think Smithsonian of names right now. has a documentary on it. You're gonna have to lay it. Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would have never thought of the name, but I know what you're talking yeah. about. So. I was talking to you about it downstairs. Th- this history, so fucking interesting. Some crazy shit happens. Um, it doesn't have, like, one of those big stories, though, which I was found interesting. And surprisingly, not, like, a crazy amount of ghosts. I've, I've noticed that a lot with a lot of the ones we know as Super Haunted. Mm-hmm. We go to do them, and they have, like, five top-tier ghosts. Yeah. And then everyone's just like, oh, it's super haunted. So you think super haunted translates into a lot of ghosts. Yeah. But it's usually just like a couple of named ghosts. And a lot of activity. Yeah. So we're gonna 
we're gonna go in so i wikipedia came in clutch with some of this history it was super fucking interesting um all that's interesting.com um the travel channel ghost adventures uh washington tonian is uh, the website um and then and that's why we drink i listened to like half of their episode because i was like i can't find any ghosts and i need to know if they also couldn't find ghosts and m on and that's why we drink used to be a ghost hunter like professionally that's so cool. um and also had about the same amount that i did so okay. um first of all the first fun fact that i learned it is the largest hand-cut stone building in america and the second largest in the world next to the kremlin in moscow oh which is insane that's pretty cool um but yeah so hold on let me redeem my presence <laughs> get off the wizard game i'm getting off of it now <laughs> get off the wizard game okay so i'm gonna take you through the timeline first okay obviously there's some tangents in here but it'll be fun ones so the 19th century got it got it early 1850s um the hospital's authorized to be built in the heart of west virginia so in like the 17 like late 1700s is when we really start to see asylums start to pop up so there was a a lot of mental health movements at that time specifically the name that popped up in every article i read was dorothea Dix, was a really big proponent of like mental health and so these asylums start popping up left and right hose on me left and right (laughs) to treat mental illnesses um the problem is everything's a mental illness in the 1800s no like you breathe wrong and they're like oh i have a i have the list of um reasons to be admitted to trans allegheny some of these are fucking batshit and i'm so excited to read them to you (laughs) oh no oh my god it gets weird so the name at, was originally the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Um, when they were building it, they consulted this dude named Thomas Story Kirkbride. Okay. Very, very famous. He was the superintendent of the Pennsylvania Hospital for the Insane. Um, and he created what is now called the Kirkbride Plan. Um, he also founded the... the um, system that would eventually become the american psychiatric association oh like so he's a big he's a big Big name name. so we're gonna go off on a mini tangent because the kirkbride plan very interesting it's a style of building um so just like the layout not yeah not architecture like well it looks like we'll get there okay so um he was a doctor, crusader for the mentally ill. He's actually not terrible. Okay. Um, that was going to be my question. Is this, like, a bad dude who yeah. tortured people? No. The okay. opposite, actually. He's a lot of the reason why we have a lot of strides in mental health now. Oh, that's cool. Um, so Good for him. At this time, so-called lunatics were being treated, quote-unquote treated, in prisons, mostly. And he was one of the guys that stepped in and was like, no. <laughs> like, he took a lot of inspiration from Dorothea Dix. Um, and created this idea of an institution to house specifically mentally ill people. And his biggest belief was that, oh, I should have written down the quote, that, like, 
being mentally ill didn't mean you couldn't enjoy the finer things in life, like novels and literature and things like that. His whole MO was mentally ill people needed to be given more freedom and that would help them get better. Yeah. As opposed to like locking them in cages. Yeah. So help them cope instead of yeah locking them away so he came up with a building layout that required certain moral standards so the the building it's like a very shallow curve so it's like a wing and then you stack the next one on like a staircase but they're really long so from up top it looks like a really shallow like crescent okay um interesting narrow steep and linear were the descriptions it was meant to give privacy with like the offsets and it also the way it was built meant that sunlight could travel really far in the building oh um keep it natural and that was his whole thing um so he wanted like the windows are super tall um the ceilings are super tall and the whole thing like there was a picture of the building now with like the doors open and it's just natural light flooding through because of the way he designed it that's cool mm-hmm. um he also wanted the grounds to be like super lush and fertile like very pretty um he even went as far in his plan to outline how many staff members there should be how they should function um his plan was very very thorough about what made a Kirkbride institution. So, there's shaky science around some of his other medical practices, but ultimately, he led to a lot more humane practices in the medical field. A step in the right direction. Right, and he also put a lot more effective plans into place with his asylums. So, the hospital was built in this style. It was designed by a man named Richard Andrews. And, you know, every asylum is a gothic Tudor revival. Um, (laughs) Really, though? Why? Was that just you had to hit that mark? No, literally. I was like, why do you have to make it look as scary as possible? It looks like a haunted castle. Yeah. Every time. Nothing. I love it. I want to live there. <laughs> I love the the haunted castle vibe. I'm going to be real with you. But Richard Andrews was actually the guy who built, he built part of the U.S. Treasury Building and um, the Maryland Governor's Residence are like his two most famous buildings. That's cool. But like, no, he's a famous dude. Um, so long halls, 12 foot ceilings, plenty of windows, ventilation. Good. Good. Got it. The last part of his idea was the he was a huge advocate for freedom um patients were supposed to be allowed to roam um and to find mental stimulation he said that if they were allowed to have control over their lives they'd behave better which true yeah um and all in all there are 73 kirkbride hospitals across the country that follow this layout and this idea that's fun like they're all the building shape Mm -hmm. it's like when you're (laughs) This is kind of all the, you know how like Pizza Huts were all that one shaped building, and now when you drive around, you can tell which buildings used to be a Pizza Hut because they're all that same building. No, you don't. You don't see Pizza Hut buildings. I, it's always like tiny little 
shops open up in them when a pizza hut goes out of business but they they were all built to look the exact same damn so you can <laughs> you can tell which buildings used to be a pizza hut i think pizza hut deserved to go out of building out of business <laughs> fuck pizza hut every time i like go anywhere now like if we go to florida or something and we're driving around i'm like there's a pizza hut that's now a tiny law firm <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um same 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 style pizza hut i'm trying to figure out how to make that into a joke so that i can say that's the name of this episode <laughs> why are you laughing it's a shit post it's a shit post i know it's a shit post adam's coming to show us something a shit post he's coming to show us a shit post It was a turtle. <laughs> turtle dancing. In case you were wondering. We met $40 billion. Dollars. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Anyway. <laughs> so construction for the hospital begins in 18... 18- I'm leaving all that in. <laughs> I'm leaving every second of that in. I edit this podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Construction begins in 1861. So it was, when it was originally beginning, it was prison labor the whole way. Okay. Um, but they did bring in stonemasons from Germany and Ireland to help lay, because it's all hand-laid stone. That's crazy. Um, the Civil War did interrupt construction for a split second there. Oh, yeah. There was a bunch of, like, really complicated seizing of funds by the state. Um, it was a whole lot of semantics, so I didn't write it down, but a lot of shit went back and forth for a second, and it was there was one point where the half-finished building was the barracks for Union soldiers. Oh. Yeah, even though it was half done. Yeah. Um, building does resume in 1862... Oh, it's the Discord. He sent the turtle video into the Discord, didn't he? <laughs> okay. Um, so Virginia becomes a state in 1863, and then the hospital is renamed the Virginia Hospital for the Insane. Okay. Yeah. But every every article is like Trans Allegheny <laughs> because it's a more fun name. Yeah, no, and that's that's the only name I've ever heard. Yeah. So um Patients were brought in as early as October of 1864. The building was still being built, though, until 81. That was the same as Waverly. Yeah. That, that they started getting people as soon as they could. Yeah, and and it was the same thing as the, the Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Like, half built, but, like, this part works. Yeah, we can, we can use this part, so we will. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a tall central clock tower that didn't finish until 1871, and the segregated rooms were finished in 1873. Okay. So, like, there were different sections that were still being in- constructed while they were bringing people in. The hospital was built to be self-sufficient. So, they had a farm, a dairy, waterworks, and a cemetery on the grounds. That's yeah good for them. It reminded me a, a lot town. of, like, isn't Angola the only self-sufficient prison in the country? 
or the biggest. It's one of those. But it yeah. Is, it's it's known for, for something like that. I just remember seeing a joke that, like, when the apocalypse starts, Angola's going to be the only place that's safe. Yeah. I was but like, yeah. Waverly was a similar thing because it was um, the... It was tuberculosis, right? Yeah. I, I believe so. Um, so it had to be self-sufficient because you couldn't have people exposed to tuberculosis yeah. going by other people. So they had, like, their own, like, mail area and stuff like that. Well, little little farms and stuff and everything came from at the bottom of the hill from the you remember they had the the secret tunnel yeah the body chute that went down to the train and that's also where they brought supplies up so they had to go nowhere near any of the patients mm-hmm. so i'm going to one of those buildings when the apocalypse starts what was the it was the island i don't remember what it was called for the um that i did for the plague victims yeah i don't know I, it, it it just reminded me that they definitely sanitized the mail <laughs> um, because of the plague but yeah so it was a state-of-the-art facility it was intended to make the pe- patients feel cared for restored and at home um it was over twenty-four thousand square feet over 1300 feet long it had 920 windows 900 doors this line is directly from Wikipedia. I yeah. thought it was fun that the whole thing is about 666 acres. Hey, wait a second. I was like... We did just talk about bad numbers. It was like you just casually threw 666 in anyway. And then the walls are two and a half feet thick. Uh, <laughs> wait, why? I don't know. I guess big stone bricks. Yeah. Okay, cool. You gotta run stuff through them, too. Plumbing. So, even though the hospital was ahead of its time in some instances, mental illness still wasn't the best, and you could be admitted to the hospital for a slew of reasons. I would love to read you some. Please do. Um, so, a few of my favorites. Marriage of a son. Oh, if you marry your son? I don't know. Is it when your son gets married? It says marriage of son. Um, there's a lot of rules about masturbation. The two that stand out to me are masturbation for 30 years. And then another line is masturbation and syphilis. <laughs> so a cute little double whammy. Um, Why syphilis and mental illness? <laughs> one line just says the war. Um, the... <laughs> So the first one is um, imperitance and business trouble. <laughs> and business then the, trouble. <laughs> the second one is kicked in the head by a horse. <laughs> some of these sound like they need to go to the hospital hospital. Yeah. And some of these are just so out of the box. Um, <laughs> kicked in the head by the horse. Get that man out. My favorite. Imaginary female trouble. <laughs> They're making it up. <laughs> hysteria okay immoral life <laughs> oh <laughs> okay um jealousy and religion what <laughs> you can't be religious but you also can can be religious i don't get it um <laughs> uh menstrual derangement <laughs> novel reading excuse me you read books? 
you go to <laughs> mental excitement what does that mean, <laughs> mean? <laughs> you look like your brain's working it's time to leave buddy <laughs> there's one that just says politics <laughs> just politics um, and then you know oh i forgot um tobacco and masturbation <laughs> was this whole thing? why are there different categories what does masturbation for 30 years mean is it consecutive like no, no way you'd be dead um <laughs> you do nothing what just says asthma <laughs> Again, that sounds like you need to go to the hospital. <laughs> One just says bad whiskey. <laughs> if you make bad whiskey or you drink bad whiskey. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. And like some of them make sense, like opium habit. Okay. Um the death of a son in a war. Okay. Um and <laughs> and then we get fell from horse in the war specifically had to be in the war <laughs> yeah we don't want you if you didn't fall off a horse and then we also in have war. just salvation army what does that mean <laughs> what does that mean fighting fire <laughs> you can't what does that mean? <laughs> it would be lighting fires when it makes sense but why would <laughs> what does that mean um they just stick all the firefighters in the asylum literally um suppressed masturbation stop (laughs) there's so many categories um uterine derangement we have mental derangement and or menstrual derangement and uterine derangement and female disease and hysteria (laughs) just just say you hate women away (laughs) um vicious vices okay what no i part of me was like oh i'll only read a few they're all hilarious <laughs> shooting of a daughter oh what? yeah you can only shoot your daughter <laughs> you have to that's jail buddy you can't snuff eating for two years what? for two years it if you has... eat snuff for two years then you can go greediness <laughs> gunshot wound that's the, again, that's the hospital. Rumor of a husband's murder. You, s- I have so many questions for these people. <laughs> False confinement. Okay. Yeah. I and I'm Is that the I'm not making these up. Oh no, you have the whole picture. Egotism. And then there's some, like, domestic trouble. There's, like, sexual abuse on there. And then they hit you with the overaction of the mind. The politics. Political excitement. That one just says superstition. Smallpox. Again, you this is... <laughs> spinal irritation. Guys, some of these sound like you should bring them to the hospital. Hard study? What is that? Seduction and disappointment. <laughs> Sexual derangement. <laughs> so many. No, yeah, they. Brain fever. Deranged masturbation. 
business nerves. Decoyed into the army. Bad company. Periodical fits. I can't get over Salvation (laughs) Army. Political excitement and just politics (laughs) as the next thing. But, like, masturbation for 30 years. Masturbation and syphilis. Marriage of a son. That's crazy. Medicine to prevent conception. (laughs) Birth control. (laughs) Literally. No, literally. Hold on, I'm gonna re... Her. But, yeah. And then, you know, there's the normal one. Opium habit. Yeah, that's a good reason to be yeah, in Yeah, some of them were, like, having fits. Okay. Suppressed masturbation. I don't like how many times they put masturbation on this list. Suppression of menzies. What? What is that? <laughs> what does that mean? What the fuck does vicious vices mean? Yeah, I need definitions on this poster. Fighting fire. What does that mean? But, yeah. So you could be put into an institution. The reason I brought that was because you could be put in here for fucking anything. Yeah, anyone come up and they're like, this dude's thinking. And And they're like, oh, man. I don't know if it was. Is that a fucking plane? But yeah. I don't know if it was here specifically or just in general. Um, But like, there was even a quote at some point of like, men would just like drop their wives off because they got tired of them. And be like, yeah, she has female's disease. <laughs> what does that mean? She was... has a vagina. <laughs> Guys, she like, we got married and we were about to, you know, do the do and she, she's got this hole. Like, where's her, <laughs> like, just doesn't understand it. It's like, Guys, you got to treat this. She's. He didn't get basic sex education. No. <laughs> he found out and he's like, oh my God, we have to get you. We have to get you to the hospital. There's an orifice in your body. <laughs> but like. So you could be put in for anything, and then the treatments were just never good. And so, oh. like, there was, you know, chemical castration. Ah. Hydrotherapy, electroshock therapy, like, every bad therapy you could imagine. So, like, yeah, this building had a great idea when it came to, like, structure and how to Windows. treat the patients. Um, but when it came to actually treating the patients yeah things got a little out of hand and that was sadly standard for the time yeah like to to them this is like the the best of the best treatment yeah we know now that it makes me problematic in 20 years what we're going to be looking back on now and saying like that was crazy we did that insane it's going to be the drinking barium yeah we were talking about that for a cat scan anyway so, 1913, the name was changed again to Weston State Hospital. Um, it was designed to hold 250 patients total. Okay. Um, I, each with I, I have heard room. Weston before, mm-hmm. too. So, but 1881, there became, like, this drastic increase in mental health diagnoses, um, which means the Tranquil Hospital was overrun. So it was whole, it was supposed to hold 250. In 1880, 80, they had 700. Oh my gosh. In 1930, they had 1600. Oh my gosh. In 1949, they had 1800. And in 1950, when it closes, it has 
2,600 people. Did they ever, like, build more rooms, or was this with the original? The quote is that the only thing that was ever expanded was the graveyard. Oh, that's awful. The building itself is the same. So they're holding 10 times the capacity, um, and it just steadily grows over time. So there's, like, four or five people to a room. Okay. Um, that was meant uh, to hold one. Yeah, that's awful. So it is insanely overcrowded, and they, you could not keep up. <laughs> so, like, because of that, conditions suffered, like, across the board. These people, like, the staff was overworked, um, so that meant they could not manage as many patients. That meant that certain things got sacrificed, like sanitation. Ugh. Like, you can't mop the floors when you're dealing with 10 times the amount of people that yeah, you're supposed to way too many people in the way right and if you've been there for a few years you went from having to maybe monitor two or three patients at a time to literally upwards of 12 oh my gosh fully grown adults usually i mean some of them are just people like yeah. women dropped off but some of them actually had stuff going on yeah so um patients were crammed together sometimes four and four to five in a room not to mention the farm and dairy was not meant to provide for this amount of people. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So on top of overcrowding, we also had malnutrition, which oh. made the mental health issues worse. Yeah. So it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Do you know like the age range of people here? Like, could this be kids too? Because so, I remember that was some of the other things we talked about. I did not find any report Okay. Of, I know that later on I mentioned that there's the possibility a child was here, but I only saw one. Okay. Um, but I also, like, we all have different definitions of children depending on the time period. Yeah. So it's like they may be like, yeah, there were no children. The youngest person here was 12. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, that's a child. They can work in the factory. <laughs> like, it's a, that's a full-grown man right there. Um. But yeah, so by 1938, they were six times the capacity. Eventually, we'll, be get, we'll get to 10. Um, but like by 1938, they had around uh, 1,600 people. Um, the patients were running wild. The orderlies could not keep control. They were outnumbered. Yeah. Like drastically. And there was a survey done in 1938 that found the hospital housed epileptics, alcoholics, drug addicts, and non-educatable mental defectives. Um, And I put that there just because it's chronological. But in 1950, at its peak, the hospital housed 10 times the number it was intended to. Awful. There were, like, information was starting to slip out. Yeah. Um, That, like, the... The, the hospital was mistreating patients and things like that. Because it was, like, also on top of this, you have to keep in mind that these terrible mental practices were going on at the time. Yeah. So they'd spray these people down with, like, freezing cold water and leave them on the floor for a few days. Oh, that's um, awful. So a reporter from the Charleston Gazette decided that they wanted to expose the terrible conditions. It was a few reporters. Good for them. So they attempted to send a crew in to investigate the inner workings of the hospital, and what they found was beyond fucked up. Ew. No. So patients were sleeping on the floors of freezing rooms, some without furniture or heat. Um, because of the overcra- overcrowding, the cra- staff was crazy overworked. There was not a lot of focus on sanitation. The windows were grimy and, like, dark, which made the rooms even colder. Um, The wallpaper was peeling from decay, and if it wasn't falling off on its own, patients were ripping it off in a panic. Um, 
the patients were the worst part though some were locked in cages because they were too hard to control um they also did this so that they could have more rooms free for like the less worrisome patients oh so they just take the worst ones and lock them away this was also a big deal because it wasn't the entire complex there was a piece of the building that had had to be rebuilt following a fire so in 1949 they rebuilt this different part of the hospital with different funding, and it was described as luxurious. Oh, But, like, not everywhere. That's so weird. There were also reports of patients killing each other. In one instance, two patients hung another one named Dean using bedsheets. Um, oh, no. But Dean's neck wouldn't snap the right way. So they cut him down, laid him on the floor... And then put the leg of the bed frame on top of his head. No. And then jumped on the bed. That's until atrocious. Until his skull was cracked open. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So female patients were regularly assaulted by male patients and even guards. Prisoners would stab each other. Um, one was stabbed 17 times and just laid out in the hall. Um, because they like wanted to see a person die. Oh. Um, one nurse went missing, and her body wasn't found until two months later at the bottom of an unused staircase. Unused staircase? Right. What? This place is overcrowded. How do you mean to tell me this one staircase wasn't used? <laughs> Where does it go to? <laughs> and then, in the 1950s. Oh, no. The lobotomy project starts. No. <laughs> So his name is Walter Freeman. He's a very famous surgeon surgeon and lobotomy advocate. I don't feel comfortable calling those people surgeons. I don't care no. at the time you were a surgeon. You definitely put an ice pick in people's brains. Yeah. But um, this effort was because they wanted to reduce the overcrowding. Oh, so, so this you was just an, kill people. This was an effort by also the state of West Virginia. Not just this hospital. That's insane. Over his life, he performed about 4,000 lobotomies. That's crazy. So some perfectly healthy patients were left with permanent cognitive damages. That was just irreparable. Yeah. Um, He used something called the ice pick method. (laughs) I don't like how that sounds. He slipped a thin pointed rod into a patient's eye socket and used a hammer to force it to separate uh, the connective tissue to your prefrontal cortex. No. So, you know, turning you into, like, a husk. Yeah, you just break the brain. Yeah. Uh, the uh-uh, fact that that was uh-uh. a common practice. In the 50s. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so obviously this resulted in a huge number of deaths. Yeah. I could imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the expose that the Gazette published did create outrage. Um, uh, yeah. To close the hospital. So. But they did not close for another few years, though, so it stayed open for a little bit longer. Um, but in February of, 18, of 1986, there were plans to build a new facility somewhere else and turn this one into a prison. Huh. Um, so this new facility was called the William R. Sharp Jr. Hospital. It was built somewhere in Weston, but instead of turning the asylum into a prison, they just closed it in 1994. Okay. Um, the buildings and the grounds were pretty much vacant. They did hold, like, events on on the grounds, 
um, of the hospital for a few years, so there was, like, a fair, and, like, yeah. things that need large outdoor space, um, but other than that, there was nothing that happened in the hospital. Um, in 1999, the building was severely damaged because a bunch of city and state police officers decided to play paintball. <laughs> like, straight up. And, like, severely damaged parts of the building with their fucking paintball guns. That's crazy. Um, over the years, there had been a lot of proposals for the building to become, like, a Civil War museum or a hotel and golf course. That's usually, so many rich people are like, that would be a great money-making hotel. Some rich people are like, turn historic buildings into a golf course. Either a museum or make me money. (laughs) Golf course. I don't have enough of them. Yeah. Dude, a golf, it's a fucking empty lawn with a hole in the ground. Like, go away. Go play putt-putt. They have so many. Shut up. I hate rich people. (laughs) Anyway. So, but a nonprofit formed called the Weston Hospital Re- Revitalization Committee. Um, their purpose was like to preserve the building and like find appropriate tenants because they didn't want to sell it to the rich people who wanted to turn it into a golf course. Thank you. Um, so in 2004, the first floor becomes three small museums and That's it's fun. devoted to like military history, um, toys was a big one, and mental health. They did close because of fire code violations. Oh. Um, the building was auctioned off in 2007 and was bought by a guy named Do- Joe Jordan. And he is an asbestos demolition contractor, but he did not demolish the building. Okay. okay. The building started off at $500,000. I couldn't find anywhere that told me exactly what he paid, just what the building started off as. Um, but he began maintenance on it and in oh he's like upkeeping yeah he rebuilt it um in october of 2007 there was a fall festival held here and then the guided historical and paranormal tours start nice so the main part of the building is referred to as kirkbride um there's a bunch of rooms in there that serve as like the museum part so there's a room dedicated to different treatments and different restraints um they have a straight jacket and one of the original hydrotherapy tubs oh Um, that's crazy and there's other different like there's different rooms for different things one of the rooms was um it's just paintings poems and drawings made by the patients during like the art therapy programs um the tour guides dress in 19th century nurses outfits so like the blue dress the apron the white cap that's cool um and the long version of the tour because the short version is the museum the long version also includes um the morgue the apartments for the staff, and the operating rooms. Whoa. Yeah. That's fun. So now let's get on to the ghosts. Yes. So I did find a few news articles, actually, that interviewed people who had been here and worked here. I thought you were to say interviewed the ghost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they do. I mean, they talk. Yeah, but, like, I thought you, that was, like, the whole article. But, I was like, I have to read this. But the majority of my ghost stuff does come from, and that's why we drinks episode, there, cause like it's about it's a solid fifty fifty. Cause like I found some of these articles and then I was like, this isn't enough. <laughs> yeah, I always do that. I like wind up watching videos and I'm like, oh my gosh, we have all of the same things. No, it yeah. sounds like I just watched this video literally. And it's like, no, I think we just use the same sources. But that's why I credit them because I'm deeply afraid of accidental. Yeah, no, I say when I watch videos. Um. So there, 
in 2019, there's an article that came out that interviewed one of the family members of the owner. Um, her name was Rebecca. She felt a man put her put his hand on her shoulder and squeeze. And she was so scared that the group with her was asking, like, what happened? Are you okay? And she has not, she's refused to work at the Haunted House tour again. Oh. Because it freaked her out so much. There was another ghost hunter who talked about using an EMF reader. Um, It led him to the bathroom where allegedly, like, there are two teenage boys from the 1940s. Um, You can leave them cigarettes, mints, or gum. (laughs) Um, there's another ghost whose name is Jacob. He was on the Ghost Hunter show. Um, he was looking for his beer, was the thing. Like, on the EMF reader, he was asking about his beer. And then three years later, the hospital finds admission forms from the 1890s. And there's the name Jacob Ayer on it. Um, on the paperwork, it can, they can see he'd been admitted because he was an alcoholic and he was delusional. And he believed everyone was hiding the beer from him. Oh, no. Yeah. And then, and that's what, that, those were the ones I found on my own. And then that's why we drink went floor by floor. That I um, love when, like, floors have their own tenants. No, yeah. Um, so on the oldest part of the hospital is the first floor. There's a ghost named Ruth. Apparently she, like, hated men. Um, Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> this probably, it probably had something to do with assault, though. Yeah. Um, cause, like, you know, the hospital wasn't great when it came to protecting women. Um, but apparently she was really aggressive towards men in life, and that follows in death. Nice. Um, she'll intentionally harass, like, <laughs> male guests only. Um, so, like, she'll poke you, she'll grab your legs, your hair. We should go and use Adam as bait. <laughs> For Ruth. <laughs> yeah. But, like, she'll push you and shit. Like, she'll fuck you up. Oh, no. Go, Ruth, go. Um, she'll also hiss at people and push them against walls. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Queen activity. <laughs> you can also still hear, like, you know when a gurney's being pushed down the wall and there's, like, that metallic-y sound that comes from, like, the wheel? Yeah. It's that. You can hear that still going down the hall. That's, like, knock-knock stuff mm-hmm. with the bed moving. <laughs> um, the second floor is sometimes called the Civil War Wing. You can see a lot of soldiers here. That's, I think it's also the second floor in the Biltmore. They used the second floor as a military wing. Damn. Because it wasn't the first floor with the lobby. Yeah. But it was the next closest. Why? It's always the second floor. I didn't even make that connection until you just said it. Now I'm a little uncomfortable. Um, but, you you know, you, you see... It. The thing that got me was sometimes you can see soldiers army crawling on the ground. Oh my god, I'd lose my mind. Yeah. Something about something crawling towards you. No. <laughs> immediately. In zombie worse. movies when they got the zombies that are walking but also the zombies crawling, I'm out at the crawling guys. No, yeah, it's so fucking freaky. Don't touch my fucking ankles. <laughs> I have an awful ghost story to tell you after. It's very short. No, tell me. Oh, it's just the grabbing ankles. It's a Reddit ghost story, so mm-hmm. just like a internet ghost story i don't know if it's real or not but it was uh there's a death in the family and they're like going to the house to like clean up and there's a piano and it was uh a wife and a husband and one of their brothers and i think uh the kid had died so it was an uncle to the kid um but they go to the house and the mom starts playing the piano just like sits down and starts messing with it while the other two go to the uh another room mm-hmm. to like 
clean stuff. They're like having to pack stuff away. And right. so they're working in another room and she and the, they were going to take care of pets too. There was pets that needed to be like situated. Mm-hmm. And um she starts playing on the piano and feels something by her leg and she thinks it's the cat that got out and she starts playing and looks around but doesn't see the cat. And so she she starts playing again and feels it again and gets up and looks this time like stands up and like Mm -hmm. looks around for the cat and can't find anything and she sits down and starts playing another time and two hands grab her ankles and she she runs into the room and like freaked out obviously like what happened and she explains it and then the uncle goes very pale because he was like my my daughter's favorite thing nope was when i was playing the piano was to grab my ankles to scare me and I was like, nope, I'm out. I got goosebumps. But anyway, the crawling and the grabbing of your ankles, I hate that trope. Did you watch that TikTok that I sent to the Discord? Um, no. Hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. No, it ruined my day. <laughs> I was like, if I have to see this, y'all do. It's not the same thing at all. Oh, it- I saw you talking about it, but I was in class, I think. Or hold like on. I was doing homework or something. So I was like, I'll watch this later. And I don't think I ever did. I found it. Yep. It's so fucked up. I hated it. Sorry for my little tangent there, but no, the, the, I the literally read that last tangents. night, and I was like, mm, I just want to say no. that if I had to see this tonight, then so do you. Let me just start off by saying that this video is a video that supposedly a guy took. Wait. Um, he's claiming that his daughter. Sorry, I wanted to open it. That I just want to say that if I had to see this tonight, then so do you. Let me just start off by saying. It's definitely edited, but like this video is a video that supposedly a guy took. Um, he's claiming that his daughter has an attachment. There's no jump scare. You can trust me. I love you. But just watch the video. Oh, that's awful. The laughing. Oh, something about hands. Yeah, like no. If I can, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. um, I was actually gonna do like I I might do an episode still because I started it but never finished the research on phantom hands like as a concept. <laughs> I would kill myself, but do it. <laughs> I'm trying. To, I'm trying to scare you again. Like the the gap. Dude, the woman. gap woman has ruined my life every waking moment i think about that ghost no yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it ruined my life like i'm deeply affected <laughs> i hate it no my friend texted me that he was watching the episode not watching listening to the episode uh in his room nope. one night and he turned around and saw his cat <gasps> staring at him and he said he jumped so high if you're listening i don't know if i'm allowed to say your name on here but hi I'm message your us story. in the discord yeah <laughs> tell us if we please everybody who listens to this episode please just tell us in the discord as you're listening can we say your name oh yeah just everybody just <laughs> let us know real quick just like we have the the pronouns now we need to be like is can i say your name yeah I hate that. I guess the username ones are fine because anyone who logs into Discord can see your username. So we yeah. know those are public. But your name name. Name names. Like this person who's storytelling, I don't know if I can share your name. I they are in Discord. They're a uh, little little transplant in little Discord. Transplant. <laughs> um 
Okay, we gotta keep going. Dude, I can't. Anyway. Um, I'm thinking about the cat. <laughs> I'm thinking about turning around and seeing a cat. I'd lose my fucking shit. You said he jumped so high. No, I would start, I would cry. I would leave the room. Like, mm-mm. Um, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, some, you'll see soldiers crawling. Um, you'll also, you know, like, the usual, like, the cold spots, apparitions of past patients, lights, orbs, everything. Lights, camera, action. Um, there were also two patients who allegedly committed suicide by hanging themselves on this floor. And you can, you can't see their apparition, but if you look on the wall, you see the shadow. Ooh, that's bad. As if someone is hanging from the ceiling. That's bad. That's, like... Again, Knock Knock had something similar mm-hmm. um, where you would find the noose in the room sometimes. Yeah. But I don't remember if there was a shadow or not. No, I don't think so. But, but it I was re- like the whole theory was that he killed himself, didn't it? Yeah, there is like a, a, a theory that he's ending. going crazy. But, um, I mean, he's obviously going crazy, but like he goes crazy and it ends game. in a bad way. <laughs> um, You can also hear Dean crying for them to stop oh no um in the room he was killed in and the thing that got me also was people will hear their own names being called absolutely even not. if like the tour guide had not said their name absolutely not that happens i have not seen it on sam and colby specifically but like Corey mm-hmm. has gone ghost hunting and the, he kept getting his name called at like this pizza place i think it was and he was like i'm leaving i'm out i'm going home <laughs> i he's my favorite <laughs> because he literally would just be like nope <laughs> guys i'm leaving <laughs> i'm going to the car and they're like you're going alone and he's like uh <laughs> good fucking bye <laughs> um so on the third floor there's um this is, so, th- this is the nurses' quarters, so their doors will open and close a lot by themselves. Um, a nurse named Elizabeth, who died in the hospital, can still be seen doing clerical work. Um, no, ma'am. If you're a ghost named Elizabeth, you're, that's so terrifying. No, Elizabeth yeah. is a ghost name. That, that's, like, a bad combination. What's another ghost name? A ghost, another ghost name. Marie. I, Marie. Annabelle, but that. Obvious. Yeah. Um, She's the fucking ghost. Yeah. We need to do an episode on her. I know it happened in True Crime 101, but like... No, there's so many things that are True Crime 101 kind of stuff that I'll, I'll probably still just cover. No, yeah, just for the sake of covering it. But I, like, if we do an Annabelle episode, I would want to go hard. Yeah. And, like, tell the Annabelle story, yeah, but I would want to focus more on, like, the shit that she's done since being in the museum. Yeah. Because, you know, she's escaped a few times. Or, like, YouTubers going. Yeah. And, like, specific experiences you can go watch. Yeah. Like, anyway. Um, sometimes, the thing that got me, though, so sometimes you'll see Elizabeth specifically, like, running through rooms as if she's, like, running back and forth from operation to operation, like, trying to help doctors. Oh, um, but she's one thing helpful. that got me is you'll round a corner and she'll just be standing there. Absolutely not. Elizabeth, if you're listening, don't do that to me, girl. <laughs> when I go and visit, do not. This is a firm boundary <laughs> for me, Elizabeth. I know you're listening. Just don't do that to me, homie. Um, this is also where the isolation rooms were. So there's still original shackles and leather bindings. Oh, like solitary. Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth floor, though. Let me go mute my phone because it keeps dinging. Okay, that's a perfect opportunity for me to check my magic school. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just texting me. <laughs> Adam 
put in the Discord when he sent the the turtle video. It's arrows pointing up to it, and it says important <laughs> because it is. If you're if you're if you want to see the turtle video, it's there for you in Discord, real time from Adam, the legend himself. I made so much money, y'all. This game. I'm genuinely, like, genuine here. It ruined my life. Like, it's still- You downloaded it yesterday? I know. I, it has ruined my life. And, like, I don't know what to do about it. I don't know if I care enough to do anything about it. Like, I'm having such a good time giving these kids a proper education. I've been playing a really fun game on the phone. Because, uh, I mean, I play, like, Animal Crossing and stuff mm-hmm. on consoles. But a phone game I've been playing is you have to make potions using decks of cards. Oh. And it's really, the art style is so pretty. I'll show you after. It's really fun. Oh, my God. I can, I can have <gasps> bunk beds. Bunk beds. <laughs> bunk beds. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, the fourth floor. I don't like that there was a, a pause for this one's title. So, you know how we've talked about it before that there are certain archetypes of ghosts. Yeah. This is where this one, these two live. So, we don't have our, unless you would count Elizabeth as a woman in white, we don't have a woman in white here. She's a woman in blue, right? You said, like, well, the, yeah. the style. But, like, oftentimes the, the women ghosts are just referred to as that, too. Yeah. Um, but, like, on this floor, we have a child... And then we have a black mass. Oh, shadow so, man looking. There's first there's isolation cells. Um, people have used EVPs on this floor and heard get out and also calm down. Oh, no. Um, so like a patient telling the nurse to leave and then the nurse telling them to calm down. Um, I was going to say someone ordering them to like leave, like opening them, letting them go and be like get out just being mean for no reason you'll hear deranged screams no um apparently this is frank and larry did not figure out where they came from i saw that name in two sources i was like tell me about them (laughs) why are they screaming (laughs) what happened to frank and larry you'll hear footsteps running toward you awful could you imagine walking around and someone's sprinting at no, you No, and you you can hear it but you can't fucking see it yeah i'd throw up no i'd be worried it was someone like hiding in the building like squatting yeah and like think they're gonna get in trouble so they get you know scared that was also the thing with buzzfeed unsolved at the um the prison they genuinely thought somebody was squat like in the building in with a them. sam and colby video sam gets grabbed by someone they like have to hurry up and leave because sam doesn't know if it was a ghost or a real person but like uh they were with someone else it was mm-hmm. three people and i forget the third person but colby and the other person like start going down the stairs and sam was like i want to go look in that last room and he you they're talking at the bottom of the stairs waiting for sam because it's a dark area and they're like we're gonna wait for sam here so he doesn't like get lost looking for us and all of a sudden they hear a scream and running and they're obviously like sam what's happening and they they get to him and he's like i was just grabbed someone grabbed me we have to leave someone's in here and they never figure out if it was like a real person yeah. But it totally could have been someone sleeping in the room getting scared because someone was walking in. Mm-hmm. And, like, if someone's in there with – if they have a knife or something, yeah. they're scared. It's not like they they want to kill you yeah. or anything. But 
it's threatened. Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's my biggest fear, probably, of going to these places. It's also, like, those specific instances where they're, like, we couldn't tell if somebody was in there with us, yada, 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 those are the scariest, because, like, yeah, someone might be in there, but if there isn't, yeah, that's just a ghost, He just got grabbed by something. Yeah, but, um, so, you'll also smell vomit on this floor. Ugh. I didn't need that detail. Um, so there were some people who saw figures walking down the hall stop and turn around, and then they'd hide behind a chair and, like, peek out at you. Oh. Yeah. Um. When anything's trying to play hide and seek with you, don't. Correct. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Um, so there was also... This guy was doing his own, like, ghost hunting thing, and he was trying to get a rise out of the spirit, so he told them, there are patients downstairs waiting for you, and he watched a shadow figure get up and walk into the day room, and then caught an EVP that said, I'm here. Whoa. Like, he he responded. Like, he went and did his job. Um, but, so there is a little girl on this floor. Her name is Lily. Um, there's a bunch of stories as to how she got here and none of them agree with each other. Nice. So in some cases she was abandoned. In some cases she was born in the hospital and died as a child. Oh. Like there's all these different, some, in some cases I even saw a source that said she like wandered in and got lost. Oh. Like there's, no one knows how she got here. Um, there was also one report that she was like the daughter of one of the doctors and, oh. like, had an accidental death in the building. Oh, no, like, um, bring your daughter to work there. But that happened in the the Crescent Hotel. Yeah, I do she remember that. She was the daughter of a staff member and fell four floors. Awful. Um, But basically, she's the friendliest and nicest ghost. <laughs> nice. Her favorite thing is the flashlight game. <gasps> so there's a lot of videos of people playing with Lily. Oh, my gosh. Um, The flashlight game is, like, one of the, the, the most, like, solidifying things to me yeah like i don't believe it every time but some of the some of the videos people get are crazy yeah especially it's like turn it off and they do and it's not like they wait for it either it's very when they're reactive yeah and it's it's just like every question and they can answer the same question the same way yeah when they re-ask the same things they have the same answers it's not just coincidence I mean, if it is, that's crazy. Statistically, no, yeah. it shouldn't happen as many videos of it it's as an there anomaly. are on YouTube. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she, there's a lot of videos of people playing with her. She also likes to do the ball thing. Um, I know that there is another hospital with another ghost of a different child. I believe it's a little boy. Yeah, it's who play who plays ball. Pinhurst, I think. I, isn't is it? Um, I know Buzzfeed Unsolved. Went yeah, yeah, and played with them. Mm-hmm. But it was like they'll roll it back and forth to you yeah and it's super fucking scary Um, very much so there was one video of a guy like jumping around the room to try and prove that the floor isn't like tilted in a weird way and like the ball's not moving like it's it's like you're rolling it back and forth with someone awful there was one video of a ball going back and forth after it's sitting completely still as if someone's rolling it from hand to hand oh no um People will also leave snacks for Lily. So, like, there was one girl who left a box of Cracker Jack. And she goes into a different room for a little bit and comes back. And the box is open. And, like, the package is opened. Um, And then the same thing happens with a piece of candy. 
Oh. And they catch an EVP of Lily thanking them for the snacks. Okay, I was about to say, it might be a really smart rat. <laughs> but. <laughs> but um, she also, like, remembers people is the other thing. That's so she cool. has favorite tour guides. Um, so, like, she'll hold their hand. Because, you know, she's, like, by herself. Mm-hmm. And it's very sad. And she's probably really scared. But, like, she'll... Um, She'll go up to certain tour guides and, like, hold their hand or, like, people will feel... Because, like, you know, it when somebody's standing close to you, you can tell. Yeah. Like, people will feel her, like, tugging on their pant leg. Um, it say kids grab, like, low clothes. Right. And they'll grab, like, the back of their pants or something and they'll be able to feel that tension throughout her room mm-hmm. and, like, the tour and stuff as if she's, like, following behind. That's crazy. Um... It, yeah, it's so cute. Um, there, but there, there has been EVPs of her like asking for her mom, no, and like where her mom is, and like, where's mommy? I want mommy, kind of stuff. No, um, it's so sad. No yes. one really knows how old she is either, so it's like she could be like three or four, and just confused. No, mm, um, yeah. But on this floor, there's also something called the creeper. Oh. It's exactly what you think it is. It's the exact same thing it always is, where it's a solid black mass. The thing that gets me with this one, though, is the way they described it moving. So it wasn't like... I thought Minecraft creeper for a split second. (laughs) I'm gonna be real with you. But it wasn't like... It's not like shadows on the wall. Like, people describe seeing this thing as like a physical like almost like slime the way it slinks through the rooms awful um because they described it as slinking and gliding oh so it's just like this cloud (laughs) Mm -hmm. um one group tried to follow it and like tried to catch it on like a spirit box and started talking to it and when they asked what it was it said demon oh cutting right to the chase yeah how Um, big is it I've saw varying reports of size. Okay. So, like, in some it was huge. In some it was, like, it's, someone described it as, like, melting under a door. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, just a sludge thing. Mm-hmm. That would, uh, uh, I would follow it, though. No, yeah. Especially, it. I didn't find anything of it hurting anybody, just scaring people. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't have arms. I feel like I could... <laughs> I could take it in a fight. I'd just stomp on it. And if he's just slinking around, I feel like I could outrun it. I would follow it, yeah. Yeah. I think I would follow it. <laughs> But like it's not like, humanoid. I, I I I would be questionable if I follow. I would follow a human shaped thing, mm-hmm. like a shadow man or something. I just found it interesting that like similarly to the the Sally house, like it's always the black mass and then the kid. Yeah, and in um, because demons will pretend to be kids. Children yeah. in um, the hotel I just talked about. Why can't I think of the name? The not the roosevelt that was a while ago no no um but why can i not think of the name DeSoto. Mm-hmm. um and they they're the kid that walks around on the upper floors and it's either the same kid in the basement but that's also just a demon yeah like it's unclear if those were two different little girl spirits or if it was just this one little girl demon i think it'd be extra interesting too where it's like if if the demon exists in the same building and it knows that there's a child that's spirit, what i say like, it's pretending to be the same thing which is crazy to me if they are two separate things and it what really gets me about that one is that there were it was separated by floors like yeah is it the same thing in the basement 
Whereas, like, with the Sally house, it was always, like, you didn't know which one you got. Yeah. You didn't know if you got the little girl or the demon pretending to be the little girl. Oh, that's, yeah. But, yeah, that is Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. That is, that is a good one. It's so, like, the, the hospitals are all very similar, but when you get into, like, the personal details mm-hmm. of the what's actually there. Yeah. Is really cool. And so many of them are from the same time period, sadly, because so much bad things. Yeah, I thought down this one in these was buildings because it wasn't a tuberculosis hospital. Yeah, there was never. Yeah, that that is true. That yeah. it was it was strictly asylum all the way, mm-hmm. and never got to be anything else. But this one was really famous for the lobotomies. Mm-hmm. Was its thing? Oh which, my gosh! Do you remember Sucker Punch? What a good movie. I never watched it. Such a good movie. Everybody watch it. I remember y'all talking about it a lot, and I never watched it. Such a good movie. I have it in my, like, watch list on something. Such a good movie. (sighs) Do they do, like, tours and stuff still? Like, can you still go on these tours? Okay. Yeah, they have historical tours. They have ghost tours. Um, They have long ghost tours, short ghost tours. They let you wander. I love when they let you wander. Buzzfeed Unsolved has been there. Ghost Adventures has been there. Um, Like I said, TFIL went. There's a lot. There's a documentary on the History Channel. We should watch the TFIL later. Yeah, Yeah, I love TFIL. I love like the mixture of people Elton being like not afraid of anything and prepared to die at all times, (laughs) and all of the rest of them losing their minds except evan yeah evan is so composed in all of the videos he's just the cameraman like where is it i want to film it and everyone else is like running away <laughs> it's the sam and colby cinematic universe yeah where you don't know what what combination of characters you're gonna get on any given yeah YouTube the crossover <laughs> it's so good it's so good but yeah i enjoyed that i did i'm glad i'm terrified <laughs> of elizabeth just standing there when you round a corner yeah i hate that like it gives me such silent hill the nurses vibes Mm -hmm. because they jump scares it's a horror game yeah um but like that's what i picture and i know it's not that (laughs) i know that it's it's it would be like a lady standing there right but still anyone just right here when you round a corner don't need to be there no why are you still why are you just standing at the corner what is there? What business do you need to be doing there? It's like Jeff Probst. That was the funniest <laughs> clip in Survivor. He's just in the background staring. Like a little kid staring at a toy he wants on the shelf. And he's which, holding the fucking immunity idol, which is like half of his but size. But his stance is like just, I don't even know, his arms are like just out to the side. It's its so funny. He was in the background. Yeah. Dude, my other favorite thing from Survivor last night was they were like, there's no fish in this water. And the cameraman just pans down onto the water and there's a fish right there. <laughs> it was such a good burn. Yeah. It was so funny. Survivor's great. Are we ready for our intermission? I think so. I think so. You want to say it this time? I, I shall. And intermission. And we're back. What do you have today? What's your category? A true crime. Oh, no. But before we get into that, 
I did. I totally like skipped it when when my phone does that weird scrolly thing. There's another 13 thing I wanted to mention. Okay. And it's just a cool fact. Like it's not going to take long, but it's just another thing that like 13 pops up a weird amount. Okay. So U.S. dollar bill. Okay. Just the one dollar has 13 levels on the pyramid, 13 stars, 13 arrows, 13 stripes, 13 leaves, and 13 olives. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it might be the 13 colonies, but I don't. Nobody really knows. And there's 13 colonies. <laughs> oh, also, there's 13 colonies. Um, but yeah. I forgot to, like, hit you with that one. There's a lot of thirst. Also, the whole Illuminati is just on the dollar bill. So, who yeah. really knows what's going on with that guy? But with I had guy, to share. Yeah. The Illuminati is one person. I meant the dollar bill, but. <laughs> oh, I thought we meant the Illuminati. Was personifying the dollar bill. Thank you. But, yeah, I know I have a true crime for you today. Is it a. I don't like your true crimes. What does that mean? <laughs> It means every every category you have, except ghost, because ghost is, like, the same for everybody. Yeah. But, like, you always bring some whack-ass shit. <laughs> this one's really fun. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a weird one. It's not, like, gory or anything, so La- it's not very, ex- like, extreme in that sense, but it's it's weird. Like, it's thinking weird. back to your last episode, you it was definitely vampire roleplay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, one was <laughs> that one was wild. Like, your shit's always, like, borderline weird. Like, so, okay, do you have hints? Yeah, I don't know if you'll know this one. I won't. Uh, It's a lady in Illinois and in Indiana. There's, like, a move at one point. Okay. And it's in the early 1900s. It's not the ice cream shop, is it? No. That's There is, like, a candy shop involved. Not for long, though. It's not, like, okay. a staple or anything, but there is a shop. I was going to say, because there is that, there's, like, that, I think it's a German woman, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, who definitely, like, buried people below her ice cream shop. Oh, uh, that is not this one, but that's fun. In Illinois. She has, like, a, a title uh, that you might know. Like, it's a... Is it the Black Widow? Is it that bitch who kills her husband's? Wait, actually? <laughs> it's Hell's Bell. I don't know that. <laughs> but she killed her husbands. Oh. Is it? I, I think my, I might be thinking of a different Black Widow then. Oh. Her her title is Hell's Bell. And she is like the widower kind of thing. So maybe a similar concept, if not the same person. Interesting. And I'll give credit. I watched some of Bailey Sarian's video. I don't think I finished it. But I also used Wikipedia was very good for this one. Okay. And there was a lot of articles because it's really weird. Uh, a thing about this, though, is it's an older story in some of the there's moving also. Mm-hmm. And so some of the details are kind of lost. So some yeah. of the some of the um, articles and stuff had conflicting information. Not, so yeah. I tried to find the like baseline story and sprinkle in other details but some of it's different per source and that's just a like a sad part of older stories we lose a lot of the truth especially with like mass media and you retell the story so many times when it gets sensationalized too yeah telephone just a lot of these stories you you won't ever know what like the exact truth is but this one gets weird so it's been all over and so this is just the the version of the story i found Mm -hmm. and you may know a different version uh, because there was so many different
different versions Tell but yeah me everything uh bailey sarian's video on this was really fun she Hell- has a lot of great reactions so is it hell's bells or hell's bell her name's bell so it's hell's bell gotcha yeah okay, i didn't know it was singular <laughs> um her name is bell gunnis and she's a norwegian american serial killer is it b-e-l-l-e or- yeah okay um and that she was not born with that name she was uh, born in norway yeah no born in norway uh i have it written lower in it but she does change her name at some point so her name in this beginning part is not bell but it will soon become bell don't you worry (laughs) uh she was born in norway in a town called selbu on november 11th 1859 some sources said she was born outside of selbu and they later moved to it it was just like a close city but in that area in norway is where she's from um did you write it down? I did. Um, it's also the luckiest day of the year because it's 11-11. And we talked about numbers like that last time. So I thought that was fun that they followed each other. Uh, and But her birthday, she's a Scorpio. Psycho. <laughs> I don't think we have that many Scorpios. That's I think interesting. We have like two, I think. I thought we had more for some reason. I have to look at the chart no, again. Yeah, I have to update it um, with the last few we've done. But like... Yeah, she's a, a Scorpio. Yeah, yes. anytime I find a date that's, like, someone's birthday. I think I did it for an item one time, too. Didn't I give you an item star sign? No. I want their fucking chart, <laughs> Yeah, give me the full rundown. No, yeah. Um, But, yeah, she was the baby of the family. She had seven oh, older siblings. So, yeah, youngest child, Scorpio. <laughs> uh (laughs) youngest child scorpio energy in the like countryside of norway is what we're working with here her father was a traveling magician uh and she and her siblings and her mom they would all like help with shows and stuff it was kind of like a family thing he was the main guy he was the magician doing magician-y things so they were the magician's assistant yeah pretty much they would help with like you know help him bring him things or be Mm -hmm. like assistants have to hold something on stage and allegedly allegedly she even she like tightrope walked (gasps) in some shows that's cool i only saw this in like one or two sources but it could have it could be there could have been real might have been added in In like a magician show though isn't that like circus shit yeah like a he would be in shows and stuff like he would do his own things but also like be in these bigger shows kind of thing he was he was allegedly you know a pretty popular entertainer at the time with his magic so they would go to like shows and stuff um her her father also helped like build things around town to make money Mm-hmm. but so he he was a a magician part-time like contractor <laughs> just had a side job for for that extra cash but they did really well like they made a lot of money mm-hmm. and were able to um move to a farm in the countryside to start making more money um kind of like retire pretty yeah. much into this like nice area is what it is um not too too much is known about her childhood uh, we do know that she was around 14 uh, when they, they go to the farm and she starts working on their farm, but also starts helping out on a neighbor's farm to to make some money. Uh, so she would like help milk the cows and help herd okay. the cows. Um, that was the question. Was it was it, was it like crops or like a dairy farm? No, it was like, a dairy, dairy farm. Um, dairy farms are the worst, bro. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's gross. Yeah. Cowpox. 
Huh? Cowpox. What? It's like chickenpox, but cowpox. I don't know. Have that you is. ever heard that thing where it's like the 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 way we figured out about vaccines was the um the milkmaids never got cowpox. Oh. Because they were constantly being exposed to it. I've never heard the words cowpox before. Oh. So <laughs> it's news to me. Um hold on. But yeah, so she's working on both farms and they already had like a lot of money from the shows and stuff. Like they've retired at this point pretty Mm -hmm. much. And she's also saving this money. Her family was super frugal and that's probably how they got to To like like, retire, retire early and move to this nice area is they were very serious about like keeping track of your spending, making money. Um, So she was like instilled in her was saving all of this up. So, uh, by the time she's 22, she's saved enough money to move to New York in 1881. Damn. Um, and some of her older siblings had already, uh, immigrated to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like, they had saved up and moved already. Also so she New was, York? uh, th- uh, the sister she winds up moving in with is in Chicago, but okay. they go through New York okay. because of the, like, the immigration okay. Okay. islands oh, gotcha, over gotcha, there. Gotcha. So they could go through the, the whole Sunday, system. you're tired, you're hungry, <laughs> you're huddled masses thank you that's the statue of liberty oh that's what it says i you're hitting me with some weird facts today i only know that because <laughs> yeah cowpox i only know that from the dimension 20 on sleeping oh. city because brennan lee mulligan ah uh, <laughs> they say a perfect man doesn't exist wrong no wrong there he is he's such a good dungeon master no, for real. No, Un- unreal how good he is at that. Anyway, continue. Uh, but yeah, so some of her siblings are already over there, and she is meeting up with one of her older sisters. Um, so I dropped this thing, and it's bugging me that it's on the floor. Um, <laughs> the tweezers. Uh, so anyway, in New York, while going through the immigration process, this is when she changes her name to Belle. Okay. Her name was Brynhild. I don't know how to say Brynhilda. it. Hilda no it's it looks like that it's something i'm not exactly sure how to say it but it was a norwegian name and she changes it to bell here mm-hmm. um so yeah after she gets the whole process done she gets through immigration she meets her sister in chicago like I said her sister's name is nelly oh cute um i like that name and she lives with nelly and nelly's husband while working as a domestic servant and allegedly at a butcher shop I only saw this in one place, but, like, was just making some money while working with her sister, kind of, like, figure out what she wants to do now that she's in the U.S. And during this time, she meets a man named Mads Sorensen. Mads, M-A-D-S. Mad Dog. (laughs) Mad Dog, like, in Survivor. No, it's just Mads. He is Swedish, uh, and they fall in love. And they meet in the U.S.? Yeah. Interesting. They had, I I mean, yeah, it, it is... That area is where so many people come through. So, like, I, I think it'd, it'd be pretty plausible. Plausible that you're, you're meeting a lot of people who have moved, mm-hmm. uh, especially in 1884. Yeah. You have a lot of people coming into the, the new world kind of thing. Um, and, yeah, they get married in 1884. That's why I saw that date because it was the next sentence. <laughs> um, and they, they move in together shortly after. Okay. They open up a candy store. And life is going going swell. They're doing great with their candy store. Um, weird move. But, like, they were after this wealth. They want entrepreneur. Yeah. They were trying to make their own business. It's and also, they, like, isn't 
German and Swedish and shit, like, the candy is a big deal. Yeah, I think, I think it was just, like, candy is, I don't know, it, but it, it does well for a while, but it starts to decline at some point. It, it loses, like, the newness of it, and people don't really have the money to be spending on candy every day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a treat, and sometimes you can't do well in a treat. It, it reminds me in, uh, we can't say, but in where we went to school, in for high school, that, like, three or four different cupcake places opened yeah. and closed in the span of why I was in high school. Oh, no, yeah. Um, and, like, the same thing with ice cream places. So many of them were in the same building. It, it went through, like, four different names mm-hmm. while I was in high school. Because everyone thinks they're the exception. Yeah, no, <laughs> and there's so many treat places already, so it's so hard. And I, I can't imagine at that point where people mm-hmm. are trying to, like, I don't even know. It Like, it just doesn't seem like... <laughs> a candy place can do well for long no yeah um there is that other there's that one candy shop that's been around for forever um by i'm gonna bleep it out but that's the only one i've seen for a while yeah that one does really well but it's like old time like it looks like an old candy candy shop and it i love it and you can also get the sodas oh yeah they're like floats and stuff are crazy good yeah they're root beer floats and they're like cream soda float original shit yeah it's really good and they have like some of the off-brand sodas that are just better yeah um like i think one of them's frosties and stuff just like good old-timey soda it's so fun to go it looks like an old-time candy pop pop shop like it's so 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 cool and And like the the fun part the world war ii museum have you ever gone to the the soda pop shop whatever it's called it's so fun to just sit in there yeah because they have such fun stuff hung up on the wall but i just like how that stuff looks like the old-timey buildings looked better yeah i don't care about this new shit no modern architecture drives me crazy it's so like cubes yeah and then if you look at old stuff it all has that like super fine details Mm -hmm. and they also last forever because they were built well yeah um (laughs) anyway so they build a candy shop yeah and it it starts going downhill uh a little while after opening it loses that new edge like i said and they're like at one point losing money by keeping it open it does it's it falls off pretty pretty hard uh before anything happens though like being able to sell it a fire starts in the shop one (gasps) night and it takes out the whole shop it was a big fire and and it really sucked is because they couldn't sell the building to, like, try to make, make some of the money back, they yeah. were losing back. They just lost it. No, that um, sucks. But they do have insurance on the building. So they get some money. Probably not as much as you could get for selling, a, like, a shop to mm-hmm. someone. But they do get some money from this insurance that they have on it because it was a fire. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they had to sell the building. They just, the whole building left. Yeah. <laughs> it was gone. Um around the same time though their house burns down too i was wondering if it was going to be insurance fraud and they get the insurance again which yeah you've noticed an interesting thing here uh anyway the couple goes on and they they wind up having two babies but sadly both babies pass away from (gasps) inflammation in their intestines uh and they did have life insurance plans on both of these babies Uh, And they did collect both. Then, in July 1890, Sorensen, Mads, comes home with a headache. 
Uh, and Belle wants to help him feel better. So she gives him some, I don't even know how to say it, quinine powder, quinine powder. Um, and it's to help with pain. That's like what it's used for. And she leaves him to rest, but she says she later comes back into the room and he's dead in the bed. Um, she calls the coroner and he, he thinks something's a little off. Like he's, he's tipped off. Like this is an issue, but nothing, they can't find anything, but he's pretty confident. She's like, you probably poisoned him, but we can't do anything about it. Um, damn. It's like that really just committing insurance fraud (laughs) that John Mulaney, but it's like, what did old timey investigators do? (laughs) Draw, draw around the body. So we know where he is. Let's talk about my hunch. Yeah. (laughs) Clean up all that blood. It's in the way. (laughs) Back to my hunch. (laughs) Yeah. It's that they, they really just can't do anything. They're like, this is very suspicious, but you guess I got, you got away with it. Um, so they, they, they rule his death as either a cerebral hemorrhage or heart failure. It was different in different sources. Okay. Uh, but it's some sort of like either a brain thing or heart thing is and pretty much what it was. Suddenly either yeah. Way. And it was, it was because he was poisoned. Um, <laughs> <Plot> twist, <laughs> or, spoiler alert. Uh, but yeah, it, and also it was conflicting because that's not why he died. They just had to make something up to yeah. put as the death report. Um, now, Matt's family is very sure about the poisoning, too. They're very suspicious of Bell. Uh, That's not a good sign. He was a healthy man, and the death was very sudden. No explanation. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell anyone else he was feeling that bad. Like, it was probably just a simple headache. Yeah. They were very convinced that Bell was up to something. Another reason that it was a little suspicious on uh, about his death, it was the most perfect day for this man to die. Because he had two life insurance plans, one expiring on that day and one starting on that day, so there would be no gap in time. And they let Bell collect both <laughs> because they overlapped. Yep. <laughs> I mean, good for her. <laughs> um, I guess get your bag, but like at what cost? Uh, That's the name of this episode, get your bag, but at what cost? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the family, like I said, super, super suspicious. Because that's kind of sus that you're getting all this insurance money. No, yeah. Uh, and they're sketched out. They're like, something's up. We need to, something needs to happen. And she also cashed them out super fast. It was like next day. She went and like collected the insurance uh, very fast with it. Uh, so they tried to get Mad's body exhumed at some point. Like after everything's happened. They're like, no, we have to figure this yeah. out. And for no good reason, it never happens. They just, nobody lets it happen. Yeah. Nobody gives it the time of day. Uh, because the coroner was like, we couldn't find anything when we were yeah. at the crime scene. There was no sign of foul play. Yeah. Um, and if you weren't already sketched out about the the babies. No, um, I, I was, I've been thinking about them this whole time. I was like, yeah, I know a fully grown man just died. But there <laughs> is more important matters. Uh, inflamed intestines is sometimes a sign of poisoning oh my god so she may have poisoned the babies another weird thing about that is people around town were concerned because nobody ever saw Belle pregnant they don't know whose kids these were like she could have just adopted some kids and took life insurance out on them oh my god that was a rumor i don't know how true that is but i did see it but it's kind of hard to argue it's like she was never pregnant yeah, she definitely just adopted some kids. And then there's a baby, and then there's not. Yeah. 
that's some amelia dyer shit yeah no it was a little sketchy a little a lot of sketchy so at this point she's collected a lot of money just off of insurance um also i know there's like not that many dates in here i couldn't really find dates and again it's because an old story so i try to keep the timeline going but a lot of it is just like story time uh story time but yeah how i killed my husband makes a lot of of money story time colon how i killed my husband (laughs) um but yeah so like parentheses subscribe i think one of the insurance policies was like five thousand on its own and at the time that's a lot of money oh yeah i did not do the inflation calculations but she's made a lot of a lot of a lot of money yeah um and she decides she needs a change of scenery and this is probably because mad's family was suspicious and everyone else was suspicious of her so she probably couldn't keep getting away with stuff like this right uh so she moves to laporte indiana to start her own pig farm uh what year is this um the next year we have is 1902 so this is happening in like 1890s it won't let me go back further than 1914 that's close yeah one hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars. it's pretty nice and that was just one of them she's at like four at this point no yeah because it was the candy shop the house mads and yeah she's at five actually and two babies that's what i was saying the last two yeah that's i'm i'm just thinking about the third two babies yeah and that might not like she adopted kids just to kill them for money amelia dyer yeah um but yeah she moves because people are catching on uh and she moves to laporte indiana a pig farm and she's like had experience with farms mm-hmm. it's just to like make more money kind of thing yeah uh, uh, she's after money her she's very much blinded by dollars mm-hmm. at the like her whole her whole thing is money 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 same sis uh, and she meets a new man here named peter gunnis and this is where she takes the name gunnis mm-hmm. she had her norwegian last name still mm-hmm. um and they get married on april 1st 1902 and legit what an april fool's day joke <laughs> it is april fool's i didn't even catch that uh legit a week later <laughs> uh, she's not even wasting time peter is out of the house and he had a daughter from before this marriage no and no. passes away while Belle was the only one home to take care of her no uh and it, it was a very young it was a baby no kid no um i'm not sure if she got insurance here but i'm pretty i'd be surprised if she didn't yeah like have, why would she kill otherwise? yeah it seemed like i there was no like it didn't have an amount anywhere or like say she collected it but i'm that's got to be why she did it um the baby's cause of death was written off as just unknown this time like oh. they didn't even say inflammation they didn't even pretend to figure it no, out no they were just like we don't know what happened here <laughs> um one day baby next day no baby yeah and they were like mm, sucks uh but months go by they're still together and they're working they had they open this like little market store thing okay in a nearby town do they still have the pig farm yeah she okay. has her own pig farm and it like it's unclear about like exact dates of when they opened the store and when mm-hmm. the pig farm was up and running and actually a like working yeah. pig farm I just didn't but know if she had two businesses yet all around the same one. time gotcha. yeah she's she's very entrepreneur but she's also killing people money. <laughs> um get your bag but yeah so they have this little store uh only 
eight months after getting married though so some sometime in there they open the store and they're working in the shop eight months after getting married and peter dies from a skull injury and there it is according to bell he was trying to get something off the shelf and uh he knocked down the meat grinder that was on the top of his shelf onto his own head uh and the corner here is like 98 percent sure it's murder (laughs) they're like this is so suspicious you totally just like push the thing off on him no, yeah. or something uh but they again can't prove it prove yeah. anything it's all just speculation it's and, not like it's an axe wound or yeah something. no it it could have been something falling on his head and they're like you definitely push something or like made it happen but we can't prove that because he did just get hit with the meat grinder yeah um so bell again gets away with it and gets an, a hefty insurance payout again Oh, because they were married this time, too, yeah. right? And Mads, they were, she was married to Mads, too. Oh, okay. Uh, she and, just didn't take his last name? Yeah, I don't, I, she might have, but it wasn't. It was always Belle Gunness, because yeah. nobody wrote her, like, Norwegian name. I don't know why. Um, uh, but yeah, Peter had more than the one child that was lost, also. He had four kids that were still alive, that were now left with Belle. And the oldest was a 14-year-old girl named Jenny. She was adopted. Mm-hmm. Um, but she now had all four of these kids as her own to take care of. Jenny? Um, yeah. Wait, Belle had the four kids to take care of, not Jenny's taking care of four kids. No, yeah, Belle has okay. the kids. Sorry. I <laughs> I was like, wait, did she just leave with her siblings? <laughs> no, no. It's uh, Belle has custody of the four kids now um and as time goes on bell starts searching for a new husband because if you haven't caught on by now (laughs) she's definitely just killing husbands for the insurance uh but she says because she's getting lonely and definitely not because she needs money uh so her new strategy she puts out an ad in the paper like a marriage ad pretty much uh and she's like I have this great business going. I'm lonely. I'm looking for a husband to come live and work with me on this farm that's doing really well. Um, so yeah, hit me up if you want to get married. <laughs> and that's pretty much what she puts in the paper. Um, and people answer. People do take up. I don't know how common this was at the time, but people are are for it. And the first to answer the ad is Henry Gerholt. Okay. Uh, he he moves in pretty fast to the farm he he's all for this idea he's like yeah farm's doing well i get a wife life's great (laughs) um when he gets there he writes to his family to let them know that like the move was great he's safe he likes it here it's a great farm and he was asking them for a kind of seed he was like we don't have this here Mm -hmm. but we had it back home can you send some and they never hear back nope and they can't get a ton to contact they send stuff but they never like get confirmation that it arrived and that so something's they're tipped off they're like what happened he wrote right away why can't he write now he can't be that busy we have the seeds he needs to plant so like he's not planting these seeds yeah um so they write to bell asking like it's addressed specifically to her asking what happened and she writes back saying he left with a group of horse traders she just abandoned her and she has no clue what happened um she still had his trunk and some of his things too though like he would he wouldn't just leave all of his stuff she had all the stuff uh and she keeps all of it (laughs) like the family doesn't come get it she just gets all of this stuff 
Damn. Uh, which is a great win for her. So she she keeps on with this ad. Uh, but <laughs> where did he go? <laughs> she killed him. <laughs> where did he go? We'll get to it. <laughs> she fed him to the fucking pigs. <laughs> did she? No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's wild. You made a face. I was like, that is, that. there's a story like that. No, I know. Where they just feed them to animals. Mm, it's a dude and he's feeding, them, uh, feeding prostitutes to pigs. Ah. Uh, I'll cover it. <laughs> In September 1906, though, Jenny, the oldest daughter, goes missing. Neighbors <gasps> no. see her all the time. She's a very helpful little girl always out helping or always like visiting the neighbors very like a very kind person and neighbors notice right away like for a couple days like a week they haven't seen her at all uh and so they're instantly worried and they they contact the police and they go to bell they're like he's like hey everyone's worried they haven't seen jenny for a while and bell says Oh, she moves to California to finish her her education out there. Mm-hmm. You know, she she had a dream to to be an educated young woman, uh, and so she's in California, <laughs> and they don't really question it because what can they do? No, yeah, that's technically her mom. They can't. Yeah, they can't be like show us proof. It's the ye olden days. It's not like they could call up California yeah. University and be like, "Do you have this student here?" Like, they, they don't really do anything. They just kind of take Belle's word. And it also, they're, like, Bailey Sarian talks about it in her video that Belle was just kind of, like, a very strong, independent woman. She was a businesswoman. Yeah. She, you, you believed what she said. She was good at, like, just convincing people that she was telling the truth. So they were like, okay, yeah, Jenny's in, um, Jenny's in, in California now. And we, we don't really know where jenny went for real maybe she was in california but uh, there's no records of it damn so she wasn't uh (laughs) and then later uh someone else finds the ad in the paper in between this time people had been coming in from the ad and going missing but no one catches on but another like big one that people see is in 1906 a john mo moves to the farm after seeing one of bell's ads in the paper and they're together for a few months before anything happens uh and he was seen going into town one day and he leaves with a ton of cash that he withdrew from his account uh nobody knows why like what his plans are with this cash but after that he is never seen again he just leaves with the cash back to the farm so obviously <laughs> something bad happens at the farm. Uh, but Belle had a carpenter that regularly did work for her. Mm-hmm. And he makes the observation that after Mo disappears, she still has all of his stuff. Like yeah. a trunk of his clothes. Uh, there were specific items like a coat that he had left that he had always worn was just still there. So he obviously didn't take it. Um, Bro, why wouldn't you hide that shit? Um, well, like, nobody has done anything yet, uh, and he, he notices that there's, like, a lot of, like, weird amount of people's clothes and Mm. just items and trunks of people's stuff, like, people who had, like, packed up bags to move. There was a lot of, like, that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. just containers of people's belongings, um, and he sees about a dozen different, like, containers, suitcase types things. They were all called trunks. Uh, before he leaves and he starts spreading these suspicions around he's like hey that's kind of weird that she's got all these suitcases it's not like she goes anywhere (laughs) like 
that's and people keep like coming and going from the farm very fast like why all these people like stop there and then leave suddenly so he starts i guess you could call them rumors but he was just right that there was yeah. something suspicious going on um like he starts spreading it yeah he starts getting getting all the people around town like hey jenny went missing and all this guy's missing and i think back on it she's got a lot of stuff going on (laughs) there was that other guy henry like police have already been called before to like have to look for people (laughs) and i think they might have actually gone missing and not went to california so like the mill's working hard here (laughs) yeah (laughs) the carpenter was really just knew what was going on he was the first one to like catch anything when none of the like coroners or anything could but he gets the he gets the ball rolling um but just as the suspicions start to reach like dangerous levels um like when people start watching what bell's doing and police are tipped off the farm goes up in flames yep (laughs) but the 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 place burns up quick the fire is huge and fast uh and it seems that bell and the kids were trapped in the house the police investigate the home that the family stayed in on the farm and they find three children's bodies and also a headless woman believed to be bell in the house just burned bodies pretty mm-hmm. much they like caught in the fire um uh, and they they see Belle as like a woman who died protecting the kids mm-hmm. and so this whole story like oh maybe we were suspicious of her she like had so much hardship like all these people kept leaving her she was supporting these three kids on her own and she died protecting the children mm-hmm. story kind of gets spawned so some people start feeling bad that they were suspicious uh but then they start exploring other ruins on the property uh, a few days later and they suddenly start finding more bodies uh <laughs> they find 11 more bodies holy in this initial shit. search just in buildings around the house holy shit. um and it, it's like a whole farm complex it's not just like a barn it's, mm-hmm. there was the family home like farmhand yeah places for them to stay sheds with tools so they start finding stuff like hidden in trunks in like sheds and stuff uh, so yeah and 11 bodies are found in this initial first like fire investigation search and suddenly the idea that she was protecting the kids is thrown straight back out the window and they're like no we should have been suspicious because that's that's an issue yeah <laughs> that's a lot of people uh but because that like first story had kind of started to spread this like second wave of like oh no she was like killing people killing people gets huge pub publicity yeah it hits papers all over newspapers are are attached to the story um and it gets pretty good coverage for the time period that it's in it's all over um during this search of the property a man named i don't know how to say his name actually it's a-s-l-e ashley is how i that's how i would say it i would guess but i i don't know because it can't be well it might be ashley or aceley yeah i i i'm gonna call him ashley uh also can't say the last name helglian is my best guess uh but he contacts the police because his brother had actually gone to that farm he started finding notes that he had written to bell or bell had written to him that he had left before he moved to the farm and so he knows him his brother and bell had some sort of correspondence. correspondence yeah they had been talking and so he's like 
well now that you're finding no people like i'm worried that my brother is one of these people uh but that he goes in the 11 bodies that they had found so far none of them were his brother like he didn't recognize any of them but he's still really suspicious of the farm he's like like that's the last known place yeah we heard about him going and he didn't even say he was going there he just found the notes that he yeah. bore from the farm. So he's, like, super suspicious because that's, like, why wouldn't his brother move very fast and say anything? And now he's missing at this farm that they find bodies at. Yeah. So he's 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 pretty adamant that something's going on. And he he joins up with some other people helping to search. It was, like, farmhands that might have worked there before or farmhands from around town. But people outside of the police force start, like, joining in this search for okay. people and you have to think there's a lot of people that had gone missing so it's family members who are yeah. like wait my my friend might have stopped there he did go to laporte this town so like maybe he saw the ad in the paper so people are like anyone who's had a missing person that they know of start getting really suspicious so people from all over start looking and specifically ashley in this farmhand i didn't write down his name He's not an important character, but he was there. They find these soft spots in the pig pen, like the like the dirt had been messed with, and they start digging up these holes in the pig pen, uh, and they they look inside to find these sacks of things. Are they shoes? <laughs> no. Uh, they open one, and they look inside, and they say see two hands no two feet i was way off base uh a torso aren't some of them and in one of them he finds his brother's head no <laughs> so that's an an issue because now they just have limbs they yeah. don't have bodies and it's Why is she uh, feeding them to the pigs <laughs> no maybe it wasn't pigs will eat anything they were in the, the ground. They were buried under the pig pen, though. Like, they were they were buried, but I get like, the dirt would be trampled yeah. was maybe the hope. Um, and they go to the cops with this, and they're like, hey, y'all miss some? Because we just found a bunch of these holes in the pig pen, and they have, like, bags of body parts, and they're like, oh, no, <laughs> that's an issue. So this, there's a massive search yeah. of the property now, looking for any, like, soft spots in the ground, yeah. uh, any, like, suspicious soil or, like, mounds or anything that seem maybe out of place. Um, and they find multiple dozens of these, like, makeshift graves, usually containing sacks, mm -hmm. like, not full bodies. It's cut up pieces of people um Yikes. most had large injuries on their heads mm. seems like hitting people on the head was her way to go and almost all of them were butchered in the same way which could be from she did have that like butcher shop mm -hmm. job allegedly in uh chicago when she lived with her sister and it seemed very like well done it wasn't yeah. done in a haste it was very meticulous yeah it was they were cut in the same spot that's on gross. their shoulders i hate that um oh my god yeah <laughs> and almost all of them were decapitated and a lot of them were left completely unidentifiable either because they had been there for so long yeah or like wounds on their face from like the the head injury 
So a lot of these people, we don't know the identity of. That's fucked up. And some of them had traveled to move to the farm. Yeah. So it could have been a missing person from way off that just never got connected. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of these are like nameless people. John Doe's. Yeah. Um, and again, even more people from nearby towns realize that the people that are missing in their lives might have, and in a lot of cases, probably wound up at that farm. That's so fucked so, up. So. Um, oh my God. And that's why they hadn't been found yet uh but there's a couple of questions that a lot of people have they're a little worried because the most important question here is why was the woman's head not on her because she's not Belle. <laughs> yeah um another this big whole question time i was like this woman faked her fucking death <laughs> <laughs> another big question is who started the fire since Bell was usually the arsonist for the money, if you didn't catch on that, Bell burned down all of the buildings that have burned down so far. Oh, yeah. Um, what? But police can't find any answers to these questions. They, like, have nowhere to look. They're like, we have so many bodies. We don't know what happened. Why? Where's the head? Um, until they catch wind of this guy named Ray Lamphere. Okay. Uh, he was a farmhand on Bell's farm for a while, but he, like, He's alive still, like, didn't get oh, got. Uh, he and didn't he, get got. Um, and there were rumors that they were lovers for a while, <gasps> on and off. Unconfirmed, but it had been spread around. Uh, and they, like... An arsonist's love story. <laughs> they figure out that, like, he's one of the only people that moved to the farm and is able to move away because he's still alive. I mean, besides, like, all the stories she spun, mm-hmm. they actually can prove that this guy is still alive. So, in... Uh, November of 1908, he is caught and convicted of the arson that started the fire. Damn. Um, That's bullshit. It, it, it wasn't him, right? Yeah, but it really doesn't help his case that when they caught him, he's wearing Moe's coat. Oh. So, so it might have been him. <laughs> um, uh, and also Henry Gerholt's watch. He had some of the items that could be proven were victims. But, like, isn't that a thing that's not... Like, didn't Ted Bundy give his girlfriend jewelry from his victims? Yeah. Like, that's, like... But their whole thing is, like, he's definitely... He might have been in on it. Yeah. And he he kind of confesses things pretty quickly. Oh. Like, he, <laughs> he doesn't hold it in. Uh, so... Yeah, it all kind of just unfolds quick, and they, they kind of like, yeah, he was involved in some sort of way. Or he at least knew. knew. Um, and he, he kind of, at, at at some point, he winds up explaining everything to the police. Okay. And he tells them how, like, she would she would use the ads to bring people in and kill them and rob them pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Her whole goal was to get all this stuff that she was getting. It wasn't even life insurance anymore. It was just they would bring their, all their stuff that they mm-hmm. needed to live and she'd get it. And a lot of times they had money in these yeah. trunks. Um, so she was still making money. And it just was different. It was no longer that the insurance people could catch wind of it. Yeah. She didn't want to keep going to get insurance out. Because in the last town, the insurance people were like, "We, you're obviously up to something. This is so much insurance money. Yeah. Um, so her new, her new style was to just avoid insurance and take items. Yeah. And like sell items maybe. Unclear. But... That's why it, she was able to get a lot more people here is because there was no, like, building or person that could be, like, you're, that's way too many deaths that yeah. you had a hand in. And she also didn't have to marry the people. Yeah. So it wasn't, like, all of her it, husbands are suddenly turn around dead. fast. It was just farmhands. Yeah. And people coming to help. Now, that's she so would, she would lead them in saying, I'll marry you. We'll have a great life on my farm that's doing well. 
and then and just kill him feed him to the pig <laughs> bury them in the ground um he also confesses that bell was the one to tell like that told him to to burn the place down okay and he was specifically told to burn the house while the kids are all home oh which is very upsetting um and then he hits him with the biggest confession of all that the headless woman's body was just another victim that they left uncut up on purpose and had been placed there to confuse authorities mm-hmm. so she could get away yep um she had she fled when she realized that uh the carpenter had like started spreading these rumors um yeah and another huge wind of it is uh astley actually had wrote to her saying that he was worried about his brother before he actually came and joined the search by the time he got there the farm had been burnt down so she catches wind that people are like looking Looking for people first Yeah. yeah and then she notices around town that people are getting suspicious. The carpenter isn't coming around as much because he's sketched out. Um, but and she flees. But there's no one to collect the insurance money this time on the farm. Yeah. It was just made to look, look like a, a fire <laughs> um, to burn the evidence. Yeah. It was just uh, maybe to burn the bodies that were hidden, like not buried. Yeah. Because uh, they did find the 11 bodies not buried. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is also crazy. Or to like kill anyone close enough to her that might have known we don't know what the kids knew like if they knew she was killing people yeah or like i mean people were going missing so fast on that farm they they knew something like they either could be like yeah we had like a new person here every week or they might have known she was killing them uh we don't know yeah how uh Ray later tries to, like, have a different confession and say that the body actually was hers and that he had killed her. Oh. Um, to get all the stuff and that he had decapitated her body before the fire with an axe and then just threw it into the fire, like, over the kids to make it look like she was also in the house and that he originally didn't confess to that because he didn't want to get in trouble for murder, but now he's in jail anyway, so he figures Might he should well say confess. it. But that just sounds like he's trying to cover up yeah. for bell he's trying to be like no no don't go look for her though um because i love her but the coroner's exam shows that the body was too short and too small and didn't weigh enough to be bell yep like it just didn't meet her stature at all but they eventually pronounced bell dead even though they never found the head of the body of the woman and they never found her (laughs) and so she gets away with it maybe unless you believe she was in the fire but there's a very good chance that this woman gets away with it. And that's the last thing we know about her. <laughs> that was not the twist I expected. <laughs> no. Oh my god, she gets away. Yes. Oh my god. So she definitely like moved to another city, changed her name, and kept going. Yeah. Oh or, my god. <laughs> laid low. She made... didn't fucking retire. No way. I mean, she had so much money at this point, you have to imagine. <laughs> She probably got all the money together, burnt the place down, and left. We don't know if Ray was the one to start the fire or if she just wrote to say, like, cover for me if you're caught. He did have, like, clothing items from it, though. So it definitely seems like he was in on it and also trying to flee. But they do catch him, and that's when it starts unfolding. But they didn't unfolding. flee together either. No. So he was definitely, like, her sacrificial lamb. Yeah, no, scapegoat. Because, like, even if he wasn't, he probably wasn't in on it. Because she's smart. Yeah. She probably didn't tell him everything. Yeah. Just enough so that he could confess. Yeah. Very. And then load him up with these presents. 
that are from her previous victims. A lot of people point oh to God. her dad being a magician too. She just knew how to talk to people to distract like people. Like a con man. She it was a very much like we can never something prove to that. focus on. But yeah, it was all she always she knew how to talk to convince you that something was going on even if it wasn't. Uh, and she was just good at what she did and got away with it. That's crazy. The fact that we know who she is and she got away with it. We don't know like what happens to her because she probably changed her name at that yeah. point and almost certainly just moved somewhere else, got a new farm, and started again. <laughs> Whoa! So, I'm like, is it that bit wild? I because like I was like, yeah, this whole story is kind of crazy. Like, wow, twists, turns. The fact that she got away with it is yeah. like really getting me because we knew who she was. Yeah, we just knew who she was, and she had. In retrospect, it was so obvious that everyone was dying. Yeah, there, but they just believed her. And she has tens and tens of bodies on her farm. Yeah, it's they convict her for the uh, eleven bodies they found, or like they the charges were going to be mm-hmm. that they never. They never caught her, so they can't convict anyone of it. Uh, Ray gets... I'm not sure what he got convicted of, but it was at least the arson. Yeah. And maybe those deaths were later tied to him. But the... um, I did forget to write it down. But it was upwards of 40 bodies they believe were on the farm. Because it was all the the bodies in the sacks, too. Yeah, it was 11 not in the sacks yet. Maybe they were going to get cut up. And then the kids, and then all of the people in sacks in the ground. Not to mention the husbands that she killed and the babies she killed before she even got here. Yeah. That's fucking insane. (laughs) That's insane. And she also, like, definitely burned down buildings before. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so clearly she covered it up. Why would she be held headless? Any other, like, reason? She really just, like, this is a woman and put it there. And, like, the whole Ray story was believable for a second. Like, oh, maybe he di- he does have items. Maybe he caught on and wanted the items that she was getting. Yeah. But the body doesn't look like her. The coroner's like, this isn't Belle. This doesn't meet any, like, medical stand- oh like stuff we have God. on her. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You know. But, when- yeah, that's Hell's Belle. I'm still very, 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 like... You know, like, you see, it's easy in hindsight to, like, critique people. Mm-hmm. To be like, why did you make this decision? As soon as you said a pig farm, I was like, oh. <laughs> like, she's going to be feeding them to pigs. Because pigs will fucking eat anything. Yeah. Like, that's not the first I No, no sources said. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Why the fuck didn't you feed them to the pigs, bro? Yeah. She was smart, too. Like, I don't know why she wouldn't. I mean, maybe that was too gory for her or like maybe she didn't want to do it in front of the kids because, you know, like having a hand in a feeding trough is a little, but like there are multiple, multiple serial killers who operated specifically pig farms for that reason. And like, I don't remember his name. We'll talk about him eventually, but he's like called the pig farm killer because he. Now that you say that, I do remember, like I've heard that like trope before. And they couldn't. I say trope. It was real people doing a real thing. No, yeah. It was nonfiction. They couldn't convict him on all of the murders because there was physically no body. Mm -hmm. There are some arguments here too that like some of this, because the case had so much publicity, was just like super dramatized Mm -hmm. in the media. Again, we can't know that yeah because it's an old story all we have are like these stories 
articles on it and that's why a lot of dates are unclear and some people like she moves at different times in some of the sources she has different occupations at different times in the sources i'm surprised she didn't change her name in the initial move that was something i was gonna say like she keeps gunnis yeah but i guess you can like keep the like widow yeah i was about to say the persona oh i that's my husband's my late husband's name i'm just a sad old woman that moved to the countryside to like here are my children all of my kids and businesses burned down i'm like woe is me kind of story even and she knew how to get people to believe what she was saying obviously because so many people went missing people came and she was like they left and they were like oh okay she she knew how to play a part yeah (laughs) And most likely got away with it. No, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm still, like, my brain keeps having to remind me, like, she got away. Mm -hmm. She got away. That's crazy. Dude, I remember the, I don't remember why, though, but do you remember, um, there's some case, I don't think it's the pig farm, the one that I'm talking about, but there's some case on a farm where they realized how many victims there were because of their shoes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh. Like, they found a massive pile of I think shoes. I've read about that briefly. Yeah. And people had to come identify their family members using shoes. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. And it was like kids' shoes. And Where did they shoes. find, like... I don't know. I don't remember any details except for the shoes. Oh my gosh, I read one and I don't know... It might have also been a Criminal Minds episode. I don't think I'll cover it because it was like a lot of like just unnecessary... Gore. Gore and violence and there wasn't much more to it. Like it would only be talking about really disgusting things. Um, I might come back and talk about it. Um, The Lollery Mansion. But they were... Yeah, something... It's just... It's just torture. There's no like interesting historical as... Maybe like something around the time period but it's just plain like human torture it's not like this we're like cunning human who is an awful person but it's crazy that people can even think of these schemes it's just someone doing terrible things yeah and for whatever reason gets away with it yeah or like can do it long enough but this guy was like you've probably heard of it they find all the bodies in like these oil drums like he was sticking them in to oil drums no and I think that's just crazy. Isn't that Megan is Missing, though? I have not watched that, that mo- yet. That movie was, like, really big on TikTok because it was all it was that trend where people were, like, me before watching Megan is Missing, me yeah. after. I have it in my, like, watch later thing. Don't but... watch it. Oh. Dude, the last 20 minutes of the movie are just the... they He puts her in an oil drum with a dead body. Oh. And it's, like, just the body of her friend and her. And, like, they he buries it. Oh, yeah, he was just sticking people in, like, oil drums and stuff, and it was a lot of people. Like, alive? I I don't know. I read it very briefly in a book, in a mm-hmm. bookstore, and I didn't buy the book. I was just, like, looking through it, because yeah. it was, like, famous serial killers, and it was, like, I should, like, I just took pictures of the pages of, like, people I want to go back and No, look. I've done that. <laughs> um, and I do that all the time in Books A Million. I'm like, this is cheating. <laughs> it's like, they definitely think I'm doing something here. Yeah. Like, I look suspicious, because I'm just taking pictures of pages of books. Um, but yeah, that one was terrifying to me. Anything where you're just, like, it's unnecessary, like, cruelty yeah. to dead bodies. Or in that case, it might have been, like, act, like alive people. It's just crazy to me. I don't know how I feel about those either. Because, like, when I did the Ant Hill cult, that's, like, that was some brutal shit. Yeah, but there's, like, aspects to it outside of it. That are, like, like, 
it's so hard sometimes to get past the brutalization yeah no it's insane that people are capable of yeah that. but like i'm i know like we keep talking about I keep I keep bringing it up because I had to listen to multiple true crime co- podcasts talk about the Lollary Mansion. And, like, dude, some of the shit she was doing to those slaves, like, she would literally, like, drill holes in their brain oh, and yeah. blend their brains just to see what would happen. Like, she'd keep them alive. Terrifying Like, things. cut off limbs and replace them with limbs of animals. Like, just to see how far she could push them. And, like... A terrible person a monster of a person no literally and it was brutal and disgusting and like and like you said it was just to see there's no like rhyme or reason that's what i'm sorry like some of the stuff is like a 20 minute conversation and all it is is you go through all the messed up stuff they do yeah and it is messed up like it's not even hmm it's and it is a weird line like all of these things we talk about are messed up yeah but like at least there's a story to go through where i was gonna say something about the lack of purpose is so twisted like the whole purpose is just to to kill someone yeah or not even it's torture especially with the the lottery mansion yeah because like that like mm -mm. and it's she's like delphine lollary is not the only person who did that no and like like and it's also weird because you put that next to someone like like hh holmes he built a hotel to torture people and to kill them and somehow that is less bad because like he was gassing people and like watching through peepholes to see how long it took them to die yeah and somehow that's less brutal than because delphine specifically like kept slaves locked in her attic like if y'all have seen American Horror Story, like, that's real. Mm-hmm. Like, that season where that happens is real, but way worse Oh, yeah. In real Stuff life. you couldn't show on Toned TV. Toned down for American Horror Story. Yeah. Which is insane. Insane. She was sewing people together. Like, yeah. she was doing some fucked up shit. And it's like, where's the line? It's like if you, I was super, I still am, I don't know how to say it was. I love World War II history. We were talking about the World War II Museum earlier. Um, And like some of the the experiments the Nazi scientists did get into that. It was just to see what like they could push the human body to to do. Yeah. And it didn't matter how many people they killed. They were sewing twins together and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I forget his name, but there's a very famous doctor who specifically sought out twins. Yeah. And no, he's uh, oh my gosh, one of my favorite memories going through, um, wh- like World War II history in school. I had a friend who, anytime something would happen where I would be like dead in the if I was alive at that time, my friend had to tell me. And so it was like, You were a twin, you have brown hair, you have green eyes. He thought I was Jewish also, <laughs> so that was an issue, but <laughs> um, he was like, You'd be dead, dead, and it was like, I'm not. Jewish first of all but right. thanks for telling me I guess but you're not an identical twin yeah but his thing he was probably like you're gassed yeah which is even like but when we hit that part he was like just trying to be like tell I was so creepy now that I'm thinking about it but was like telling me all the reasons I would be in that situation and I was like dude that's so messed oh, up yeah I also thought I was Jewish I don't know why mm. <laughs> it was a very bad vibe that he was like you die for this many reasons. Okay, kid. <laughs> in four years, he's going to be in jail for murder. Yeah. Like, something crazy. Something's going to happen with him. That's crazy. 
I don't know. Ugh. And like people getting away with it too is crazy to me. Insane. She just gets the away. The fact with that it. we know her name. Yeah. God, it's not like the Zodiac killer. Who, no. Like, well, ooh, we know his name he? now. Well, yeah. Gary. He also has not. Like they still haven't confirmed. Yeah. If it was him. If it was him, but it definitely just was. Because he was linked to a different murder with the same M.O. like two years before the Zodiac mm-hmm. started killing. And if you can use his name to solve the cipher. Yeah. And he left like people under that name at least left reviews on movies way before. Yeah. Like years and years ago like the serial killer wasn't cool enough. The fact that we caught the like we know who the Zodiac killer though and he died in 2018. Yeah, that's... That pisses me off. That's so, like, just <laughs> describes yeah. existence. So close to being cool. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I don't know. Imagine mm. if he would have been alive, though, and they caught him. No, like, yeah. what would happen? Could they do anything? No. <laughs> like, statue, a statue of, lim- of limitations. When did... When was his up, though? I don't know, actually. Let's, let's look it up. We have Google. <laughs> Google is your friend. Statute of limitations on the Zodiac murders. At the time of the killings, there was a 15-year statute of limitations for first-degree murder. This was increased to 25 years in 2007 lifted in 2015 but it was not retroactive however evidence and police records were kept due to significance of the case but now there's no statute of limitations on murder oh or serious crimes such as murder that's what i was remembering do you remember a few years ago when that guy published a book about how he was a peeping tom Mm -hmm. in the in the motel and how he watched a murder yeah and like he was like well the statute of limitations is up and like just got to go on tv and do interviews and shit about it there was a netflix show about it and he was just he's still alive and now profiting off of it yeah it's fucking batshit yeah or, like, people who, like, wrote books and, like, how I got away with murder once yeah. the, the limitation is up. And now it just gets to make money off of the fact that they killed someone. Yeah. Um, is fucked up. Crazy. No, yeah. I'd be pissed if I was the, like, family of a victim. Oh, yeah. I would be. I would sue. Demanding. Like, a per- percentage of the profits, baby. I would sue. Yeah. And I wonder what, like, all the legal mumbo jumbo that you could, like, like, how can they, pro- like, why could I not sue? Can I sue? Yeah. I want to know all that. Someone tell me. <laughs> Discord, if you know. The weirdest true crime cases are the ones with legal shit. Like, yeah, loopholes. Yeah. Where they, like, like. The Barbie and Ken murders. Yeah. Like, she got less time. Oh, yeah. Fucking Heather. Heather gets no time. Fucking Heather. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I fucking, I cannot believe it. Anyway, <laughs> fuck that bitch. <laughs> anyway, that was a, that was crazy. I hated it. <laughs> Some of the weirdest episodes are when we have a ghost and a true crime. I think we go through like pretty terrible like lobotomies, and then we're like, and look at what all these terrible things this lady did, and then gets away with it. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then we have, but there are just like whenever an other is involved, it's just like what wild. The fuck? What's wild. going on? It's the comedic relief, but it's always worse. Yeah. <laughs> My next one is another. It's oh, gonna be no. weird. My I have an other for we're doing four in this weekend. Yeah. So I had two others this weekend. So so I have an other. I had true. I have two true crimes. Oh, okay. So I have an other, and then I have a true crime. So it'll be. An other and a ghost story next episode. Yes. And then a, a true crime and an other. Yeah. That, those episodes <laughs> are the worst. <laughs> those episodes were like, someone was brutally murdered. And you're like, and dinosaurs aren't real. <laughs> this I really, person was I really raped with- and like assaulted. <laughs> and, and the earth is hollow. I really, you, you said the word other, and I have just found anything on the internet. <laughs> no, literally. I take it to heart that it's anything. No, my next, I've really taken, because the more I think about it, the more, like, that vein is interesting to, like, the people who find true crime interesting are the same people who are going to find this weird internet, like, creepypastas, SEPs, We've talked about this all the time. History. The whole theory behind, theory, the whole, like, reason of the podcast being more than just true crime does was like i'm interested in way more right i like the whole category of like morbid and spooky and weird history is and like that's a what whole, it is whole thing in it of itself is it's one by one it's, it's your morbid, morbid curiosity it's spooky with like ghosts and shit and then it's just weird like you could come in one week talking about like the carny like experiments and all that shit like and i'd be like no that that carries that fits here like we've talked like the last witch of scotland like yeah it's just weird or like yeah the the birdcage theater Uh, it didn't have much ghosts but the history was just weird (laughs) no yeah and it's like and it's interesting and it carries and like (laughs) if you don't like that we have too many categories go listen to a different podcast (laughs) leave us a negative itunes review yeah everybody else drown it out with positive ones no i think it i think it is interesting because i don't like true crime is not the only weird thing i like watch as a as content like i watch bailey sarian on youtube and i watch sam and colby ghost hunt but i also watch those like weird conspiracy youtube videos that are 10 minutes and it's like inside of mind is my favorite (laughs) youtube channel yeah they talk about some weird shit yeah, no, I, like, I just, like, the weird, yeah. I guess, is what I say. Anything that's, like, morbid or anything that's weird, I feel like fits what we want to talk about. Yeah. Like, it, we don't want to just talk about true crime because there's all, there's so much more, like, just weird stuff going on. It makes me mad. And it's fun to, like, group it all together. That. It makes me mad that we can't talk about ARGs because, like, we don't have a visual representation yeah i think i've thought about it so many times of bringing like i am sophie but like how how can i just i can't describe that to you because it's twice as creepy to watch it yeah and like the way that like youtube's gonna come in clutch for those no yeah and then like the way that you can jump through some weird youtube holes oh yeah get to different shit that are different if you ever have free time (laughs) <laughs> it's a really fun thing to do yeah you go on to uh youtube and log out of your account you've said this before and do a guest account and just click some of the recommended videos and then go back to like the home page and see what youtube starts recommending because it'll recommend you some weird stuff 
click the weirdest video on the recommended mm-hmm. and then like go down the, the the rabbit hole for a little bit and then go back to the recommended and then they'll it'll be even weirder videos recommended for you yeah i've done it where like you wind up in russian ballet and i've also wound up where you you end up in like heavy heavy conspiracy theory yeah. videos not the videos like describing the conspiracy theories the people who believe in the conspiracy yeah. theories their videos yeah like <laughs> the the people let uh, like truly wholeheartedly believe what's going on and, and they're like, like look at what i found this evidence no one's talked about the this. algorithm feeding you like uh, i think you can make about it, it before where like spit out TikTok some weird stuff thing like there was that experiment where they numerically like qualified quantified like how long does it take you to get to right-wing nazi propaganda on tiktok and it took her four hours yeah so you could open you could make a tiktok account at breakfast and by lunch be being fed right-wing the world the earth is hollow and white people are superior like science denial like science denial crazy people who shit. believe it though yeah not just like how like not other people, people talking about on it. tiktok do the same thing where they review weird stuff yeah no it's the people making the weird stuff yeah and on that note <laughs> Go follow us on TikTok. Leave us some positive iTunes reviews. I'm we have to drown that, out actually. that negative one. Um, but I, no, seriously though, iTunes reviews are the things that are gonna get us like pushed by Apple. Um, we can't leave reviews on Spotify yet. You can rate the podcast if it, it if pops it, up. If it pops up, um, that's always helpful. But it's you know the way their algorithm works. It's gonna feed things with the most likes, so that's super helpful. Um please join our discord we're having so much fun everybody like we're voting on episode titles now um tiktok i've been editing some more tiktoks that are going to be coming out soon i'm gonna try and set it up so that it'll like auto post and Mm -hmm. all that stuff so it'll hopefully become more regular same with instagram um i know we haven't posted in a while but like we're college students (laughs) so it's like it's helpful for y'all to to interact even if something new hasn't been posted in a while um thank y'all thank you it's so fun having y'all listen i know i love talking to people about it it's so fun yeah but seriously bottom of my heart thank you for we're approaching episode 50 that's that's insane exciting it's insane and we still haven't like i was thinking about that the other day where like some podcasts like start with ads and we still don't have any and i think that's an appeal like you don't have to skip an ad yet yet (laughs) maybe one day but and who knows maybe retroactively i'll go and insert a bunch of ads at the intermissions for past episodes (laughs) in the future but like right now we were talking about that the intermission is such a funny place where we we're gonna stick yeah if we ever do ads literally will be a commercial break but thank you have a good night day evening dinner afternoon watch survivor oh yeah it's a great time we can talk about it i'm gonna make separate discord channels to talk about the office oh. and survivor <laughs> and that's it i was singing i didn't realize you I had know. a whole sentence no it's good go ahead bye are you saying bye yeah oh <laughs> okay bye <laughs>